Hey, we're we're late on this, but did you hear about the bungee thing from a couple weeks ago? The, no. the Halo, the Halo Juneteenth skin. No debacle. Mm-mm. Um, are we getting started? We or is this are. just us? Okay, it was, just it making was sure. us until. Could you tell that my tone changed? When, yeah, uh, that's that's when why I was I like, wait, I think we're. Thing? I think we're. I think it's. I think we're live. We got a hot mic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to I've, put my I've foot changed in my mouth. the subject abruptly, so this must be part of the real podcast now. Excellent, excellent. So please, actually, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so Juneteenth was a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, I mean, I know that much. A new new federal <laughs> holiday celebrating the day that um, slaves in the United States after the Civil War learned that they were free. And this is, I think, the first year it's been like an official federal yeah, it, holiday. It where, has like, to be because I didn't know what it was because I'm ignorant. Um, and I had to look into it and did some research. I was like, oh, oh, okay, that's what this is. Yeah. So it's 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 recent and that it would be in my worldview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. I think it was passed. Ironically, I think it was passed a couple years ago, and I think this is like the first year that it was really put into place as a, as like, actually being observed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So Halo decided to put out a special halo's that tv show right yeah yeah you know <laughs> yeah yeah we're oh, hold on hold on. i i i don't mean to interrupt you but no i'll i'll talk i'll say what i'm saying later finish what you're saying get through this okay. one thought we we will get through one thought without without jumping topics i i can get through this thought i believe in you i believe in me actually um they they put out a skin or like a color scheme sure for uh to celebrate juneteenth i don't like where this is going (laughs) um and it hit the live build for about two hours and the name of the the name of the skin was bonobo (laughs) what yeah what so if you're not familiar yeah i i for those of you out there listening bonobo is a type of monkey and yeah it's an endangered um uh ape great yes. ape or whatever um i believe closely related to the chimpanzee but i i'm not oh that i don't know sure on that i actually um, don't know why <laughs> i've heard of bonobo before so here's the here's the thing uh so, that was that was the that was the name that went out for the juneteenth skin which is ex- specifically and exclusively a holiday for black people in the U.S. For Holy like, shit. For, like, to, to oh. commemorate the official freeing of, of, uh, of slaves and the, the true, the end of slavery in, uh, in the United States. Legally. So it was, wait, I feel like I might have read a little bit about this. So it's not as, was, it's, it was turns it like code out or something or the, was it the actual uh, title? Yeah, the, uh, it turns out that it was not supposedly malicious it was well i mean i don't know that's that's a that's a roundabout way of (laughs) not malicious but having it be named period Mm. (laughs) the tool set that halo has been using since the uh since the bungee days Mm -hmm. i i misspoke this is not halo is not a bungee thing anymore it's 343 now so it's technically not bungee news but it's oh that's true yeah if it's halo yeah you know i didn't even wow I, I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that. I, I feel bad putting that on Bungie. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's 343 in Microsoft. Um, 
But since Halo, the reason I was thinking Bungie is because uh, Halo has been using a, uh, a, I don't know, a code bank or a tool set or something um, since the days of, of Bungie working on Halo called Bonobo. And basically any unnamed placeholder assets before they get an official name go into the system as Bonobo. Well, why was it called Bonobo in the first place? I, I don't know. I mean, they just That's apparently just like they have a thing, thing where like they have a bunch of uh, I mean, it's been like this for like 20 years where like all of their all of their tools are named after like different monkeys. Oh, OK. So That's it's, way ju- less. it's just oh, like this a, is, it's OK. This is not as nearly as yikes inducing as it's still it ended up being yikes. Sure. Because it's very it's a very, very uh, like if you believe the official story, of course, it's a very, very unfortunate coincidence. Yeah, I mean, if they've actually been naming their stuff after random monkeys for 20 years, then it's kind of like whatever. It just <laughs> the fact that it happened this way may or may not be able to be chalked up to coincidence, but it also could be someone doing it because they think it would be sending like a message or something. Yes, like, that's right. And it's like, like oh, I forgot. When to do has it. anything else ever come out and been named like orangutan? Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like the fact that it slipped through is the part. Maybe like the actual naming of it. Like maybe three four three or the people that designed it weren't thinking anything bad, right? Like right. it's it's just or I guess Bungie. Uh, they they were they were just uh, they just thought it would be fun to name things after monkeys, which is that's yeah, cool. You got to come up with some kind of way to yeah, name some kind of naming crap. convention. Uh, but then whoever let it slip through, that's the person that you know. Or like the team or whatever. That's, yeah, that's, that's someone where it would have had to have been like, yeah, let's. Uh, this will be. You know great. what it? You know what it makes me think of? It hmm. makes me think that the entire thing, the entire act of throwing a, a special commemorative skin or color palette or whatever it was into the game for Juneteenth was super, super, super last minute, and they rushed it. Yeah, that's I, it's, it may not even be anything malicious, period. And it was just like, oh, God, we need to do this. And it's, you know, 24 hours before the thing. Yeah, I, I would assume it's I, like and this is me where I give like excessive benefit of the doubt to people. Yeah, it's, it's like cases. someone's <laughs> someone's holding the, the, the bloodied weapon. You're like, well, maybe it really was an accident. Maybe he just tripped <laughs> like that evil scowl is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like, I tend to assume negligence and incompetence before maliciousness. Me too. Oh, because the truth is that's probably the case more often than not. Yeah. It just, it's it's really easy to look at most things and be like, oh, that was, you know, someone very evil doing it, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to, to connect the dots if that's the <clears throat> way you want to go with it. But mm-hmm. I usually look at it as like, I feel like in most cases, it's just a matter of it's really easy to screw up and have it look bad on you. Yeah. Then, you know, and that's an easier thing for me to believe than everyone's out to get you. Well, it's <laughs> it's at least more comfortable to believe. Yeah. <laughs> because the alternative sucks a lot. It does. And, you know, I, having grown up in a... In, you know, relative privilege where everyone's not out to get me and certainly not because of any physical traits that I exhibit. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be a, a, a flaw, like a character flaw for me, for sure, because I was definitely in a privileged setting when I think about the world uh, being at my back as opposed to 
in my phase. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I have even I, less so than you probably, uh, in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Just because of, you know, certain things about upbringing and stuff. Yeah. My stepfather's black. Yeah. And I mean, like that. And then you think about economic status and all kinds of different sure. stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's changes things. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I'm going into it as, like, you know, this is probably someone screwing up, and the worst thing you could... The worst thing I could probably say about them is that the fact that it was a last-minute thing for them to throw together, and it went up like this because they, you know, because they screwed it up. Um, yeah, it's, it's like a double whammy. If, <laughs> it, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot, like, this thing. Yeah, because if they because came out and an said, afterthought. oh, yeah, like if they came out and said, oh, around 10 p.m. last night, we we forgot to celebrate this thing. So we slapped this together and just didn't code it right. Like yeah. that says a that says a lot, too, because I guarantee they already have in the, you know, in the bag, whatever they're doing for Halloween or something or Christmas or yeah. 4th of July or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they'll have, you know, they'll have, you know, four or five skins. Yeah. You know what's what's funny is that um, they renamed it very quickly. They pushed an update after like a couple of hours, and they changed the skin's name to Freedom. Sure. And then they changed it again to just Juneteenth. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> that was someone like, oh god, what do we call it? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Like what it what it Jesus hit for Christ. me is like. Oh, they changed it to freedom in a panic. Right, right. That's what I mean. But then they were like, damn, no, we want to use freedom for 4th of July. And that's more important. Yeah. You can't so name just two call it Juneteenth freedom. so it doesn't take a name away from something else. It's a unique name. I'll give it that. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, I'm so happy that's not part of my everyday life thinking about things like this and having to deal with the the aftermath of uh outcomes such as such as that uh yeah and then being in a board meeting where at some point maybe not a board meeting but some type of meeting with somebody important uh having to explain why this is not a good option <laughs> like oh you may not want to say these things <laughs> or or you know do these actions it's for bizarre because what to me is an like... obvious reason but you know <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre because you 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 think about the things that would never occur to you to say. Sure. The things where like you hear it come out of someone's mouth and your jaw drops cuz you're like, "What? What the did you, what the what? <laughs> How is that even a thought that goes through someone's mind, much less go through the entire process of coming out of their mouth?" I guess somebody needed to play Life is Strange too. <laughs> and then and then the the defense is like whatever everyone's thinking it they're just too afraid to say it and it's like no. <laughs> no. No in fact that is uh not true. Like I am deeply horrified that someone would think this. Well, what's actually really startling is that they're having the same reaction that you just had to you, right? Yeah. Like it's it's really impressive how, uh, you know, our experiences completely shape mm. the way we think about stuff, and 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 how, um, e even if you were brought up in a one particular mind, you you can yeah, you yeah. can experience the world and then be like, oh geez, that's way wrong, or maybe that's really right. I don't know, depending on 
what it is that you're coming from, right? Um, yeah, going through that change is like, <clears throat> I think is one of the most transformative things for you as a person is just kind of, like, I don't understand how someone can like go through 50 years of their life, never looking back at their younger self and being like, boy, I was wrong. Yeah, I mean, I do that on a yeah, probably maybe not daily, but certainly there'll be moments after teaching a course or something where I'm like, I, I wish I hadn't said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, or yeah. I wish I hadn't worded it that way, or I could have mm -hmm. done this better. Right. Yeah. Where totally. it's, it's, it's not like a, a damnation of myself, but it's still like self-reflecting of, Hmm. Yeah. I can, I can improve. I yeah. can, yeah, I yeah. can say things better. I can word things better. I can make sure I'm assisting people in a way that makes sense, whatever it is. And, and, to, to go through 50 years, to go through years and years, your entire life, and look back and be like, everything I did was perfect. Yeah. I have not changed I, I'm, at all, thank I'm God. I'm always justified. <laughs> I am so proud of myself for never changing. Yeah, it, it, is, it is baffling to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and yeah. But, I mean, that's there's an entire contingent of people for whom self-reflection and change is perceived as weakness. Yeah. It's perceived as backing down and... and and you know, admitting you were wrong is a is a grave sin. Well, that's that's kind of a a, a human problem in a lot of ways. Like it being is, wrong yeah. is con considered, you know, the absolute worst state of being. Yeah. If if you are wrong, you have failed, and failure is you know it's not an option. It's unacceptable. Yeah. Uh, and and that's I think that's kind of where some of that stems from because it's it's considered like an extreme weakness to be wrong. And right, I suppose, right. uh, you, you know, back like thousands of years, being wrong maybe meant you were dead. Like if you well, if you didn't, yeah. so so maybe there's something ingrained in us that could be slowly, you know, pushed away over years of evolution. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Some people just can't handle that can't handle that idea of being wrong and it's and and, 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 and you know the, the, i don't like being wrong it makes me uncomfortable is, sometimes the weird thing about it is that like people can't handle being wrong and so their chosen solution to that is to continue being wrong so they don't have to admit that like continue to be wrong but just say that it's right so they don't have to admit to being wrong correct yeah yeah if you don't know you're wrong you're not wrong <laughs> That's that's the logic. So before I got into this, you were starting to veer the conversation away. Oh, not and exactly. You were like, okay, wait, I, let's finish this point. I was so, just going to, to, to bring up, I, I read a headline about the Halo TV show, which I have not seen, but I guess there was some episode where they talk about Master Chief being a virgin and then he loses his virginity or something. I heard something about this. Yes. <laughs> I just, I saw the headline and read like a paragraph of the article and then I closed it all. and was like, I don't understand what is happening. <laughs> like, why? That feels like I, that is a phrase I say far too often, but it's just true. I don't know why that's a storyline in Halo or. There is this, like, there is this weird thing now where everyone has to wonder if like, if the main character of your video game knows what sex is. <laughs> Thanks, God of War. <laughs> like, it comes up all the time with Kiryu and Yakuza. Because, like, every time he's presented with 
anything vaguely sexual, he like he treats he puts the whole thing at arm's length and is like, okay, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> it's not for him, okay? Even though like literally in Yakuza Zero, the whole phone club minigame ends at a hotel. Yeah, but he's probably just confused why there's someone there. Yeah. Like half naked in the bathtub, slowly posing around. Man, those scenes are super awkward if you didn't expect them to be coming. <laughs> yeah, the live action ones. <laughs> I did not expect the live. I mean, awkward isn't the right word. It was just sort of like, oh, 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 okay. We're watching a video of a real person now bathing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> or not bathing. Excuse me. Playing with bubbles in a tub in a bathing suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's pretty different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 funny because like. It's so soft core. Mm-hmm. Like, like you literally could just put that on cable television and it would be fine. Yeah, no one would care. <laughs> it could be like daytime TV. And yet in the in the context of the video game, it's like, oh, this is this is weird. I think it's funny because it's like your reward for playing a bad mini game. Yep. Yep. <laughs> To encourage you to play more, I'm not sure. Latisa and I just had a good laugh when we got to it the first time. We're like, okay, yeah, I guess we've seen all of the phone minigame parts. <laughs> of course we haven't, because there's like seven women you could you could see it with. It's true, yep. And I'm sure they're all variations of that theme. Like, there's probably like a balloon one. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm reminded of the... Uh, I'm reminded of the... <laughs> um, also in Zero, it's the 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 cards you can pick up. Yeah. The, the bug like different one videos at the, Oh, that. Yeah. No, that's, that's not the, which is the one that had bug wrestling. Was that Kiwami? Kiwami? That was Kiwami. Yeah. The video ones. Oh, where you can, yes. Yeah. Okay. I remember. It, it, there's no game. It's literally yeah. just go watch the video. <laughs> you go watch the video, but you don't do. You, I can't remember. Is there a video attached to it? Or is it just like you in a, a booth with the, where it like does a bunch of different angles. In zero, it's just it's just a straight up like thirty to sixty second video of some girl in a in a you know in her underwear just kind of frolicking around. Okay, okay. I don't remember that part in zero. I mean, it's. I it's remember really collecting e tapes. Maybe I just didn't do that. Maybe I didn't go actually use them. You have to do like one because it's where you meet Mr. Libido. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, yes, I mean, obviously, how can you forget him? It's impossible. It's really, really hard to forget him. <laughs> I mean, he's 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 a memorable guy, especially because he even shows up in like one of the clubs and stuff. In in the... that's the moment that I always remember. <laughs> is like you have this nice, classy little cabaret club where everyone's <laughs> sitting around in this like nice little evening lighting, pouring drinks, and everyone's all suited up and they got those nice dresses. <laughs> And here's this dude in a diaper just thrusting his hips around, standing <laughs> next to the stairs, like seemingly just not even being attended to. It feels it felt very Japanese to me, though, where if someone was doing that, everyone would just pretend they don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one would want to do the surprise. Right. No one would want to do the confrontational thing unless they really had to. So it'd just be like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> I mean, they have bouncers in the club for that exact purpose. True. That's fair. That's fair. In that setting, um, they would, he would be removed. <laughs> yes. Presumably. <laughs> Probably. I mean, unless he just has that kind of cash where he's like, listen. True. True. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna drop six digits here. Just let me dance in my and undies. And you're just gonna let me dance around in my in my loincloth. <laughs> my loincloth diaper. <laughs> that man never puts on no. clothes the entire game. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Does he make a cameo in later games? I they... don't think so. I feel like he doesn't. Have you Man. seen the image of uh, of him actually <laughs> voice acting for the part? No. Because he's like an actual real dude. Oh, no. I would like that. I will send you the Maybe I, I won't like picture. that. <laughs> so, so, now it's queued up in a weird way. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I saw a headline that was like a... It was, it was Chris Pratt talking about his... It was on Nintendo Life about... <laughs> He actually dressed up like the character. Yep. He's just, he's just, <laughs> yep. He's just in the booth in his underwear. <laughs> I like, with the microphone the, taped, the microphone to, taped his, to his tight chest. To his chest. Yeah, it's just taped right there to his chest because he has no clothes on. Yep. The lapel mic did not work out this time. <laughs> yep. Oh God! It's it's hard I, to apparently catch he's up. a comedian and he just committed to the bit. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> lapel Mike with loud lapel is is a uh, is quite the image. Especially um, when he's in a recording booth with a real <laughs> microphone. What does he need see? the lapel mic for? That's <laughs> oh, I don't. The the microphone's facing the wrong way, or is that in the background? That's in the background. Oh That's yeah, not even maybe the mic he's talking into. You know what? The lapel mic is probably for the interview. I was just about to say that. This is probably like for a, a content piece outside yeah. of the game. And the like, he's a, he is in the voice acting studio, but he's he's probably using the lapel mic for the interview rather than the actual in studio equipment. I think it's particularly good because I don't remember him saying anything, except for like his like you know his his like kind of excited noises and stuff. Like there wasn't. <laughs> What? Like, do you know yes, what I mean? The excited noises. <laughs> oh, I suppose that's awkward given the context. You know what I mean? I just meant like character voices. Like no, like... but you're right though. <laughs> he did make the excited noises. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. Well, I, this this had to just be a PR thing then because you don't really need um, a famous person to to do the voicing of the character. <laughs> yeah, I the um. I, it's more his likeness, I think, that stands out. That's true. Good point. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I mean by a PR thing, because then it's like, oh my god, that actor, he's or that comedian is famous, and people recognize him, and they'll laugh even more when they see him and stuff. Yeah, and the Yakuza is the entire series is well known for uh, for celebrity cameos and cele and getting big name uh, big name actors and and people to do. Uh, to do all the different parts. Like there's a bunch of dudes that show up in the game, in all the games that are like professional wrestlers in Japan. Right. Um, I think all of the Mr. Shakedowns are wrestlers. Oh, really? Okay. Um, <laughs> that's actually pretty funny or something like that. Um, they get, they get comedians all the time. Um, well, I mean, a heck good a number of the, a good number of the club girls are, are AV stars. Right. Um, yeah, they're like real, they're, they're actually adult, um, entertainers and stuff. Yeah. The, um, like some of the co-stars are, they get like big actors to do, um, to do a lot of the co-starring roles. 
Uh, I know Beat Takeshi, who is a, a very famous actor and uh, actor and director in Japan, mm-hmm. was like the main, like the main <clears throat> story character in uh, Yakuza Six. Okay. So, so that's just a thing that happens. They just like, if you well, get someone in there whose face is modeled, he's probably a real person. Mm-hmm. Except for like the main cast, because like Kiri, Kiryu and Majima are just Kiryu and Majima. No, they're real. They're real I in mean, my heart. They're at this point, they're basically pretty real. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, everyone wants to. Everyone wants to know if their game characters have sex. Yeah, I don't. That's just that's just what people want. Mm-hmm. They just they just need they gotta know. <sighs> I, I now I... of all the people that you could wonder this about, Master Chief is so close to the bottom of that list. <laughs> True. True. It's... But I guess you know. I guess for some people, there's probably some mystique of like you know, what is the man like beneath the armor. And it just kind of le- it just kind of lends its. I don't think that's for anybody. <laughs> I don't think nobody like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I'm go. trying to justify it, and I'm just like, no, this is dumb. I hate it. Yeah, because there are some characters where it would be. It's like a funny question. Like when when uh the 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 one that always comes to mind when I think about characters that you're wondering about that in ways maybe. You should or shouldn't. It's always the Hulk for me. I'm always like, what happens down there? I'm kind of curious. Yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, so it's it's sort of those kind of jokey questions. But I gotta say, Master Chief, not even not even on the radar, not even on like the curious part of it. Like, nope, nothing. That, I that mean, was a there's weird a whole thing where like you know people don't know what Master Chief's face looks like. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I guess that sex. just leads to wondering what everything else looks like. <laughs> but like. Or it leads to maybe this is not important at all. Who cares? Uh, yeah, I feel like it's, you know, <laughs> there was a writer who got a hold of the script who worked the couple of lines in and it was like, yeah, they'll love this. They'll love this. Those those gamers. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm sure some people probably did, <clears throat> but the rest of us are cringing at it. Yeah, I've, I have. Uh, I mean, clearly I wasn't the target audience anyways, because I would. I wouldn't watch it. I don't, I don't, what's it on? I think it's on a streaming service. I think Paramount maybe. Cause I don't, that sounds right. I wouldn't have been able, I don't have that. So I wouldn't have been able to watch it even if I was interested in it. Yeah. So I'm not the demographic they're uh, marketing it towards in right. the first place. So who knows? Maybe I'm way out of left field here <laughs> or we're maybe. I yeah. I mean, I'm not the, I'm not the target demographic for Halo in general. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, I actually am completely the target demographic for Halo. Yeah, well, I'm I just used to not really like it. Halo. I just don't care anymore. Yeah. I had a lot of fun playing Halo 2 when it came out. I Halo liked Halo 1. 3 a lot. I Halo, didn't play much Halo, Halo 1 and Halo 3, I played, um, like, that was when the idea of a co-op campaign was relatively new. Yeah. And, uh, and God, they had that, dark, and I was bro, like, hey, that's dark. really neat. You can actually play, like, the single-player you can have the single player experience, but like with another person, that's kind of nice. We, you, we we have to play Perfect Dark. They they played a GDQ last night. I saw it. Yeah, I, I and, saw bits of it. And, and watching it, all I was thinking is, man, I want Dean to play this game. <laughs> yeah, we should. I still have the I still have Rare Replay just sitting on my desk. Yeah, that's what you said. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to figure out um, if it would be fun to do 
<laughs> like make you struggle through some kind of co-op experience on like an easier difficulty but i feel like that'd be more fun after you've played it by yourself first so you can play is it the on game. the switch service perfect dark no the only the only um the only rare game on there is banjo kazooie at the moment right okay that's what i thought because technically they haven't even announced so so they're now speaking of the switch service they have now it's the end of the month they're having a indie direct tomorrow mm-hmm. actually when this is being released whoa you could you could watch the indie direct already in fact when you listen to this yeah but um or no not indie not indie excuse me pay uh, third party pay attention in either yeah right (laughs) do both at once and make food so that way nothing gets done properly yes exactly um (laughs) so it's a third party direct not a not a not a uh indie direct which is sort of cool because they haven't done a partner showcase i want to say the last one they did is when they talked about monster hunter rise being mm. released for the switch which was you know that's a rad game i'm very excited for that coming out later this week oh yeah that's and right. uh or, or the, the 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 sunbreak expansion yeah so it's going to be that tomorrow but there's no word on when they're going to be talking about the next you know it feels like a direct is as a, a f- official direct with for main party stuff might still happen or they have to announce some stuff because they haven't talked about the next wave of mario kart tracks which is oh about yeah time that's for. true and there's no more announced 64 games because Pokemon Snap was the very last one that they showcased when they announced the 60. So when they had the 64 and Genesis release mm-hmm. video last September. Yeah, they had they had a whole like lineup of stuff and it's like these are the games that will be out. And then they showed a few more that yeah. are like scheduled out. Yep. And so now they're done with that based on the photos and stuff. Now, obviously, someone had data mined what they thought was available and had some spreadsheet where some names were hard to decipher. But when you did it by alphabet, like alphabetical, you could kind of make sense of what it would be. Um, So there's still other games that are I somehow left data on the service. I don't know how that works exactly, but I know that it was a thing. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. But the but but of, of quote unquote official showings, there's none left for next month for july now you know what that means they're done with 64 (laughs) well it it doesn't mean they're done it means that like the next game we're gonna get is like what it like like, defender (laughs) yeah it's it's time to dig into the jalico library (laughs) man i actually own defender for 64 so I, I hope it's not that one. I would like a bad third-party game that's one that I don't own, at least. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, what is the what is the perfect game that would align with the other stuff that they've released on, like, NES and, and SNES? Like, Tetrisphere? Yeah, I thought about Tetrisphere, but Tetris licensing is weird. Yeah, Tetris licensing is weird. And also, I would actually be psyched with Tetrisphere, because that game is rad. It's super, it's a hardcore Tetris puzzle game. It's, it's hard to call it Tetris, but it's, it's, uh, the it's only, only t- thing it has in only common Tetris with Tetris shape. is the shapes. Yeah. It's only Tetris in shape. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that would be a cool one. It's, it's not a game that I particularly liked that much, but it's, it's, it's one that I would play again, uh, as, as an adult and, and try to get into it. Cause I watched you play it on one of your streams at some point i don't remember oh why. yeah someone did re- someone did request it that's right and it looked cool i was like oh whoa yeah it's i feel neat. like i would enjoy this more now than i did when i was i don't know 14 or 13 i know exactly what the game is i know what, exactly what? what's coming next what 
Charlie Blast's territory. I don't even know what that is. So have you, uh, you probably haven't, but on, on the SNES service, there's a game called Bomboozle. Yeah, I've not played it, but yeah. It's that game. Blast territory. What the hell is this? Oh, I remember this box art. Yeah, I remember the box art. Yep. It's Chemco. I don't want, I don't want, no. Come on. And it's a, it's a dumb puzzle game about setting off bombs and it, and it like blowing up like platforms and you have to be on the platforms that aren't blowing up. And it's, it's fine, but it's just, it's whatever. I like the PlayStation Which makes name. it exactly the perfect thing to come out on, on 64. Because yeah, no licensing issues. Yep. No, it's just, it's just straight shovelware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this would be like a bad cell phone game today. <laughs> Actually, the game might be decent. I have no clue. It's fine, but it's like it, it, there's nothing notable about it. It's a it's a cut and paste puzzle game. I'm surprised. I, I mean, they still have a bunch of Nintendo titles. Like you know, you still got Wave Race and, mm-hmm. and, and Pilot Wings. Um, and and uh, did Nintendo publish Blast Core? But who? It's isn't Blast Core rare? I feel like it's rare, but I don't know. Yeah, it's rare. It's rare. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. God damn it, Rare. Why were you so good? During that specific time period. Oh, no, I'm only talking about the... the. I mean, they, they made some good stuff before 64, but 64, they just they, they just had some magic for that programming, for that nonsense system. Pretty much, like the, pretty much the golden era of Rare is like late SNES to the end of 64. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Yeah, Perfect Dark was their their swan song. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay, let's look at a list of the best, the twenty five best sixty four games. Let's see what we got here. I'll send. I'll send you the sure the IGN article, so we can talk about which ones, which ones they could release, like which ones will they really release, and which ones could they release but won't. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm gonna guess of these twenty five, all of them are Nintendo or Rare. <laughs> There's a good chance. There's probably like one offshoot. <laughs> yeah, like uh, oh wait, no, what? I don't know. Let's find maybe like Glover or something. I don't know. People like that game. You know what? I was gonna mention Space Station Silicon Valley because that game is actually that game's actually great. I would I would very I would be so hyped if they released that. Uh, like no joke, I played it at a friend's house. And we played through most of it uh, over a couple different visits and stuff. But I would I would like to play that again. Yeah, it's like that's one that could happen. Who owns Take Two Interactive or like the remnants of it? I don't even know. Take Two is actually oh Take Two. Like, never mind. That's, take that's, Two that's, that's owns freaking, Take Two. Uh, like it's huge because they take, own Rockstar and everything. Yeah, I just realized Take Two is the Take Two. I, I somehow didn't put that together that it yeah. was the uh, you know Grand Theft Auto folks. Yeah, Take Two, Two K. There's a very high chance that they don't give a shit if their 64 game makes it to the Switch service. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they'd be fine with that. They're not doing anything with the Space Station Silicon Valley IP. That would be really cool. That would be a fun... That would that would be awesome. Yeah, that would, that, genuinely that would be actually awesome. be perfect. The problem is that it comes from a publisher that's not defunct. So you have yeah, to luck. wonder if Nintendo would be interested in paying fair market value to put a game on their on their on their service. 
Yeah, yeah, I have to wonder it. So you're gonna, yep, yep. Sorry, I mean, like Banjo Chewie, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. That's a rare problem. I'm curious I, about Pokemon Stadium. I, so I had heard that Pokemon Stadium was going to make its way there, but Pokemon Stadium without the Game Boy. So maybe what they're mm-hmm. going to do is like the Game Boy Advance is coming out or Game Boy is coming out, whatever. Uh, as part of it, and they're like, oh, Pokemon Stadium's coming out, and you can link the two! Yeah, or something honestly, like, that. like if, you were a- if you were able to play, like, the problem with them releasing old Pokemon games on, like, a Game Boy or Game Boy Advance thing is that that takes the teeth out of them doing remasters and re-releases of them. Unless they're not planning on doing original remasters at this point. And it doesn't mean, they really literally take... literally just did one with Diamond and Pearl, like, Yeah, yeah but that's, that's DS. That's past the Game Boy era, and only Game Boy games work with Stadium. It's not you can't you can't do advanced stuff with it. I yeah, but I mean, and they kind of redid the original one already with Hey You Pikachu, and I don't know if it really. I think I don't you think mean, that it would. Let's go Pikachu. Hey You Pikachu is a very oh, hey different you Pikachu. Yeah yeah no, we had the sixty four brain on, um, and uh, but I don't actually think it would hurt their sales at all. I don't know. So I, the, I'm fairly certain that it would not, but I Nintendo but do might. I mean, they know that it. N- <laughs> Nintendo's afraid of people having their music online, so God only knows. They're, yeah, they're they're thought they're they're terrified of the internet still. So they don't like people streaming. They don't like any of that stuff. So yeah, they'd probably be like, "Oh my God, we're giving this away for free." Yeah, <laughs> it's not for like, free. You have I, to pay for it. It still costs money because you have to pay for the The only game I could possibly see them, the only Pokemon game I could possibly see them giving away for free is Pinball. Pinball could happen. I could, I could see, I could see the original red and blue. But... I don't know, man. Like that still is like, they've remade that game like eight times. Yeah. Okay. So if, yeah, but they could still remake it and it would not be the same thing. All that would yeah. be doing is, is hooking people into their service. Cause you have to remember they want people to have their service. And now that you can't buy the, you can buy those games on the 3DS, but the 3DS is shutting down. So mm. there's no way to give them money for those games. So there might be like, oh, hey, we can get the Pokemon Fanatics a hook in by giving them red and blue or something. I don't know. But then they can't take it away if they want to re-release, uh, if they want to re-release a version of it. True. And do like a, do like a physical release with a bunch of goodies and sell it for 50 bucks like they did with the Fire Emblem thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, so that, I, that's I, like the idea of them. It seems like releasing Pokemon Stadium is a slam dunk that would be super easy to do. But it's like, will they take it or will they overthink it and be like, <laughs> no, if we if we if we give this out for free, then we can't take it away and sell it back to them. Or it will be a, hey, guess what? It's going to work, but it's going to cost you another five dollars a month or ten dollars for the yeah. Nintendo plan. Right. Yeah. So then they make then it's then it's money in the bank for them. Right. I can see them doing something like that. Like, oh, you can you can you can now get Pokemon, but it's going to cost you more to have access to the Pokemon series on the Switch online service or some crap like that. Right. 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 Uh, so moving on know. down the list, Beetle Adventure Racing. I like. The game's honestly fun. I I have it. Yeah. I I like. I played it a little a bit. I've game. heard good things. The uh, the. Level design is apparently incredible. I know it's, it's got like a bunch of like neat hidden. It does. There's a ton of shortcuts. It's it it felt good to play as a kid. I didn't know what I was doing and I wasn't particularly good at it, but I liked it. 1080 um, snowboarding. That would be. I loved that game. I don't. I, it may suck today, but I had so much fun playing it as a kid. Oh yeah, and I think 1080 is actually like 
first party Nintendo, so they could totally be. add that. Yeah, um, that, that could be on there. I, I wonder, Beetle Adventure Racing, I wonder if there would be licensing issues with the actual Beetle itself. Probably, that's not coming. Like, that would they have happen. to Would they have to pay Volkswagen to re-release it, is, the, yeah, is my well, only concern there. And it's EA. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, it is EA. Yeah, that's not happening. I don't picture that happening ever. Nope, 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 nope. 1080 be... could totally happen. WWF no, no Mercy is never happening. No. I, I forgot the wrestling games people like those on the 64. I never played yeah. any, actually. I think I played WrestleMania 2000, the one that's on, like, the black cartridge with the green yeah. text. Yeah. I like, know what you're talking about once. for some reason. Like, I, I, I think the... I played it, like, one time. The, the, the colored 64 cartridges were pretty cool. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Pokemon Stadium 2, I really like that one. I really like that one with the uh, the silver and gold half and half. Yeah, cartridge. yeah, yeah. It didn't have a. It has a, a, a lithographic front too. I want. Yeah, to say. I think that's correct. Yeah, that, I like uh, the Pokemon Stadium games were were pretty pretty awesome. And it was the my first experience being able to speed up a game because it had the, the trio mode, so I could play. I played through Pokemon Yellow with three times speed and was like, oh, God, yes, this is fantastic. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I yeah, loved yeah. it as a kid because I was like, man, I like Pokemon, but it's just too slow. <laughs> and so I was, when did this come out? Uh, I don't know when, po- I don't know which Pokemon Stadium had, but I feel like the first one had, had it, and it came out in probably like 98 or 99 or something. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but I, Mario I love, 64 I is, Mario that's 64 is next on this list. It's already up there. Diddy Kong Racing would be a fun one to put on there, but again, uh, rare issues, rare. so who knows. Rare, and also, like, they've already got a kart racer, so. Yeah, that I mean, like, not them. to say that Diddy Kong Racing and Mario six, Mario Kart 64 are the same game. I know they're different, but. Um, if, if they're releasing one game at a time, there's a chance they don't have to worry about Diddy Kong Racing for a while. But at yeah. some point, you're going to get, like, the 64, there, there's... There's not that many games on the 64. Like, after three years of this service, mm-hmm. there's no way they're releasing them by month anymore. Yeah. Or even I mean, maybe two not years. unless you're getting into the, you know, the Chemco and, and Jalico, like, shovelware trash. Now, you know, so there's a chance we might get Goemon uh, or something weird like that if, 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 they, if they end up having to dip that way. It's possible. I don't... That, that's based on an actual, like, anime and manga series, but I mean... That's true. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo, they might be able know. to pull that off. Oh, you know what, dude? Dude, there's... Okay, hear me out. Atlas has been talking about putting more stuff um, out there, like more games. Like, they're, they're, putting, they're, they're putting Persona 3 and 4 on Xbox, and um, I want to say it's coming to PS, one of the PlayStations somehow. And so maybe, maybe the next one after... So if you go down a bit more, you're going to get to Ogre Battle 64. Yes, that could be that could be something that yeah I was I'm actually on out. that right now and I'm like yeah the so I mean going through the other ones F Zero X already on there Goldeneye 007 makes perfect sense but rare so they probably won't well rare and Goldeneye yeah yeah that's <laughs> like, true that's true that's true <laughs> like you're dealing um, with two two different things Mario Mario Party three they could absolutely put the N sixty four Mario Party games on there except they released Superstars which is yep. just the remaster of those basically so they won't the only time i think i see mario parting getting added as like a it would be like a late ad once you know in a few years if they decide to do it like oh hey we're finally adding mario party i don't i don't think they'll ever do it because they'll just expect why would people they to buy superstars 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, Ogre Battle 64, they totally could, and people would be hyped for that, actually. That would be a good one. It's, 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 it's an awesome game. I've never played it, and I probably I have, would if they released it. I never beat it, but I played it for a okay amount. I, I didn't get very far. Um, As strategy games go, I'm much more comfortable with turn-based or grid-based than uh, real-time. Oh, yeah. But, and it's um, on the 64. It's kind of nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a... I played a, a... It was either 64 or GameCube, but I remember playing an RTS on a Nintendo console that was army men based. No way. Like the little green figures you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you remember that was a whole, like yeah, the whole Sarge's oh, yeah, heroes. Yep. Like the whole army men franchise was a thing for a while. I think 3DO was behind it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I believe it was 3DO. That sounds right. Um, yeah, there was a, there was an army men RTS, which I think was just called army men RTS. Sure. Yeah. That fits. And I rented it and played it for, like, a reasonable amount of time and really, really tried to like it before realizing that I could not like it. <laughs> but I remember, I distinctly remember playing it. You know, uh, you know what game I, I just thought of that we might get? I'm going to send you just the Wikipedia article. I remember renting this and I really liked it. Honestly, the Army Men games would probably be a slam dunk because 3DO doesn't give a crap. Yeah, I don't know who owns the army men, like the green plastic figures, if that's a thing that somebody owns. I feel um, like that's got to be like a public domain thing at this point. probably just public domain, yeah. I feel like we'd get something like Chopper Attack. I'm just reading the Japanese where it's known as Wild Choppers or Wairudo Chapazu. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome! It's all katakana. Yeah, Midway's dead. We could get that. Well, and what's Seda Corporation? That's they. They seem. I have no idea. I mean, like they they they're not around anymore. So this feels like a game that this could be something that that happens. Yeah, that that could be that could be the right kind of uh, vaporware for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or no, vaporware is the wrong term. Abandonware. Oh, yes, yeah. Abandonware yeah, is, is the term that I want. Non-exist, never happened. Um, Mario Golf is already up there. Is Pokemon mm-hmm. Puzzle League on the on the platform? No, that that's one. Pokemon Puzzle League is a slam dunk. That game's great. Yep, I remember I mean, buying granted, that at the the SNES service already has paneled upon. True. So like. It's basically the same game, just with Pokemon trappings. But like, they're not yeah, but doing any. They're not gonna re-release or repackage Pokemon Puzzle League. And it's like, an easy way to get the Pokemon IP on the 64 service. Yeah, uh, without without like stepping on any toes. Yeah, I remember buying that at a Walmart that was going out of business, and mm. you know this was back before. This is when stores actually had to liquidate their. Uh, even right. stuff like electronics, they wouldn't just send it to a bigger thing or sell it wherever. Right. Um, and so they were selling their 64 games for just dirt cheap because it was at the end of its life cycle. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This game, it was like five dollars or something, in a in a and my I, my mom bought it for me. I was I was really excited. That was really that was one of those fun. We were up north, and mm-hmm. I had my 64 because we had like a like a a small old trailer that we would go to for camping and stuff. It mm-hmm. was just like parked. And uh, we had a little TV in there that I would hook my 64 up to. And I remember 
getting this game and then playing it all weekend while they did outside stuff. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah, yeah, I was very much. I can't wait to go up north so I can play video games in the camper as opposed to my bedroom because it's yeah. just fun. It's a different location, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can it's enjoy a different experience. Food. I can go to the beach once. <laughs> yeah, no, those the games lake. are those games are awesome. Um, I I will always remember them having this sort of midiized version of the four kids like TV show <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, Pokemon Puzzle League could totally hit the surface. That would be great. I would yeah. I would play the crap out of that. Uh, oh, that Star that would... Wars Rogue Squadron is not happening. No, it is not under happening. any circumstances. It would be cool, but no. There's no way. You know, um, if, we, if we got a Star Wars race. game though, I would rather have I would rather have a uh, uh, sh- uh, Shadow God. What's it called? Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would I would rather get that one because it's way way more unique and way jankier and the the Christ what's the what's the the Wampa the big snow thing that you fight the some tauntaun? of those and, no the Tauntaun I think that's the the thing that they cut open to keep lukewarm in the snow yeah I thought that's what you're talking about no the uh, Wampa well, you the big, said the, the, big... the the snow thing I was like that was the only thing I thought of oh no the the white one like the big giant polar bear looking thing but it's not a bear oh yeah yeah yeah. where he's yeah. got to use the force to get his his lightsaber i think that's the first time he's i don't know i haven't seen those movies in a long time i haven't um, seen empire strikes i haven't seen the beginning of empire strikes back in like 30 years <laughs> i was five <laughs> i'm pretty close maybe 25 <laughs> i was probably the, around like 10 or 11 i want to say i saw them when did i saw them the, for the first time around i was probably like seven or eight i remember being uh, my dad was super hyped because he like saw him in the theater mm-hmm. and he was really excited to share them with me. What I remember the most though, is my stepmom making these delicious chocolate shakes and we could have, I, like, since it was like something special I was, or my dad was sharing with me, we could have as many as we wanted. So I remember the shakes way more than the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> I totally get that. Honestly, like at that age, like, Boy, Star Wars asks for way more attention than the average six or seven year old is ready to give it. I had fun. I liked it. But I just was like, yeah, give me those shakes. <laughs> was fun. Yeah, Wave Race 64. I feel like that's going to come. There's no doubt. That's, that's got to that's come. Not, uh, that's not on the surface already, right? No, it's not. It, that has to be one of the ones coming. But they already <clears throat> so they did F-Zero GX a couple months ago. So they got to <clears throat> they got to you know, give it a break before they do another racing one, I think. Yeah. Because that was just March. So they'll probably do Wave Race, you know, summertime. Maybe it will be next month. It could be, I, be a nice July or August one. When I first got my N64, for the longest time, I had exactly three games for it. <laughs> and those games were Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, and Wave Race 64. Okay. If you have to have three games for the 64, those are some good freaking games to have. Yeah. It was a really, really good lineup to have like to have only three games for so i like wave race is very very close to my heart because that was that was one of those games that like it was one of the three that i had and so i played it a ton and okay honestly the 64 makes some ugly video games but the way when rave race 64 came out damn did i think it looked cool yeah like the water effects the the, when you hit the big wave and you're jumping and stuff yeah no it feels good wave race 64 I like it a lot. And you get, to, is, can't you ride a dolphin? Yeah. There's, you have to like beat all the, you yeah. have to like beat all the stages on hard or whatever. And then you, you unlock a doll or maybe there's a code. I think there's a code you put it's in. Probably, at the entry. It's probably a code. I mean, it's probably both. 
back in the days when I, I like typing. It's, yeah, it's probably one of the things where it gives you the code if you beat the game <laughs> at a certain difficulty. Wavery 64, that'd be a good one. Yeah, that's definitely, that will that will definitely hit the service. Because that is also first, that is also first party Nintendo. So there's no yes. rights issues there. Yep. So that's it. That's a gimme. Um, is Smash on there? I was about to ask you that. <laughs> I don't know. Like if I feel like they absolutely could add Smash to it. If except... it's not, I think it will be. Because you could, we could make the same argument about Pokemon Stadium, where it's like, well, they really want people to no. buy the new Smash. No. But yeah, but but this is, I think, a little bit different because the it's Pokemon. Different. Yeah, it's different. There's it's different. This is a completely different game than Smash Ultimate. Man, I forgot that the box art says Biff. <laughs> I love the ad. When I remember seeing the ad, the okay, so that was an advertisement that I saw on TV, like the me and you, and yep, you and me. I knew, and then they're I, fighting. Like all you said is the ad, and I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And and that advertisement is why I wanted the video game. It it, it worked. It totally worked because I was like, oh cool. I mean, also it's how I found out about the video game because there wasn't the internet and stuff. Right. Sure. Um, yeah. But I remember seeing the advertisement and thinking, that sounds so neat. A cool fighting game with Nintendo characters. <laughs> I, rem- I seem to remember, um, I feel like I heard it from somewhere else, like from a friend or something. And okay. they were like describing Smash Brothers to me before I saw the ad. Oh. And then I saw the ad and I was like, oh, that's what it is. So I had like a I had like an opposite experience where like I didn't find out about it from the ad, but the ad like I remember the ad because it, cemented it sort of it. crystallized and cemented yeah. what that game actually was to me. It was the perfect ad because every single person that it's either a mix of the two like iconic Nintendo characters being the crap out of each other plus a catchy song and kind of funny people yeah. in uh, life's like you know real life costumes dressed up it, as them. Yeah, it literally starts with like four Nintendo mascots. Like, like real, arm and like arm, and then in just real like world, in real world costumes, like just tripping like each other, and they're like frolicking through a meadow, and then like thirty seconds later, it devolves into a wrestling scene where they're beating each other with two by fours. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's really good. Yeah, and I mean, when someone gets kicked and they flip, and it's 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 a good time. I it was a, it was a very well done ad. Whoever 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 uh, was was the creator of that ad. I hope they had a great career. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever you are out there. Uh, moving on. Paper Mario is already up there. Star, Star Fox 64 is, is already up there. Perfect, Perfect Dark, Dark we've discussed. will never be there. It just won't happen. Banjo-Kazooie is already there. Majora's yeah. Mask is already there. Mario 64 is there. Ocarina Zelda of Time probably. is there. Yeah. So. So there's, there's, a, there's a couple here that we saw. Like, the, I think it's, you know, the, the ones for sure, I think, are Wave Race, uh, Pokemon Puzzle League will happen. I feel like there's honestly a decent chance of Ogre Battle, unless there's something about who owns the original rights to Ogre Battle. I don't know. But nothing's happened with Ogre Battle in a long time, so I feel like it would be a fairly easy, especially if Atlas owns it, then they could just dump it on there as a, Mm -hmm. hey, sorry we're not giving you Persona games for shrug reasons. Um, Have have Ogre Battle instead. Yeah. 1080 snowboarding is... uh... It seems like it's possible. Yeah, that's, that's a definite maybe. They don't have Donkey Kong 64 on here, but I imagine that's going to happen. Yeah, that's technically also rare, but it is but it is like Nintendo's I, IP. Yeah, so. I feel like Diddy Kong Racing and Donkey Kong 64 are two rare games that have a pretty high chance of making it yeah. at some point. Unless they just decide there's too many racing games and they don't want it. Yeah. Um, Space Station Silicon Valley probably won't happen, but it'd be really cool. 
I think it still could happen just because, like, I don't feel like Take-Two really cares about it. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they don't care, but they may care. They may not care. It may be that thing where it's like, you know, have you ever typed into the wrong domain? It's like, you can buy this domain for 7000 or like $10,000 yeah. or something. It's <laughs> yeah. like, what? So it may be one of those situations where like, well, we don't care about it, but how much do you care about it? Right, right, right. We're going to hold on to it until someone someone comes along who cares this many dollars. Right. Hey, I read something funny about why Grand Theft Auto 5 is still always at the top, like of all like the sales charts, like it's mm-hmm. in the top 10 or 15. And it's it's because apparently the online bucks sometimes get bundled with the full purchase of the game where it's cheaper to just rebuy the whole game because the 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 online dollars you get are bundled for free. So it's like getting, you know, you buy the game for $20, but you get a $60 online dollar gift card or something to use for their points or whatever. So it ends up buffing or uh, boosting the the sales, buffing the sales. It ends up boosting the the sales of Grand Theft Auto Five as a whole. Wow, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, but it looks real good for Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> I hate everything <laughs> game, about that. This game's ten years old and it's still in the top ten. <laughs> I hate that so much. But it's that it's, is it's so smart. indicative of everything that I hate about this stupid industry. Yes. <laughs> You got to get your, I think they call them shark bucks or shark credit or something. I yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, well, they're, they're, yeah. Yep. So that's, I don't know. They may, they may, like you that said. That makes me irrationally angry. They, they may not care about Space Station Silicon Valley unless you're willing to part with X number of dollars. Unless you buy this many shark bucks. <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo, you you can have this, but you must purchase thousands of copies of on-sale Grand Theft Auto to keep our... Because we want to be number one for a week. <laughs> you have to, like, you can buy the rights to Space Station Silicon Valley with in-game currency. <laughs> and you have to stream it for one day. <laughs> Oh, like it? It's at that point that Nintendo's out. You mean, oh, what? Put it online? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> I'm, I'm flabbergasted whenever I play Switch Sports, and it works flawlessly every time I play it. I have, I have not had a. Well, that's not true. Sometimes it says I can't find a game, but then it never has. Um, while actually playing, I've never had any issues. Um, and oh, even I've then, had, I've had lots actually. Really? Yeah, disconnect lags. Ah. Hey. Oh, wow. I guess I'm, I've just been really lucky then. I don't know. I've played it for like 30 hours. It's mostly just Lachise and I playing uh, together. To be, to be clear, um, when I say I've had lots of issues, I don't mean to suggest that the issues are prevalent. Um, most of the matches that I have do not have issues. Oh, but there is okay. A, there is a notable number of, of games where like, you know, it shows up a lot in volleyball where it's like, someone kind of jumps up to hit the ball and then it's like everything kind of just grinds to a halt for a second as they okay, just hover and, in the air. And then the ball goes flying to the side or something. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I I've, I've seen that or, or somehow they block the ball, even though their models already on the ground. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of little lag spike stuff like that. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it does, it does generally, it works a lot better than smash. I think it's so I, I pretty much am playing it just as a sort of like, I don't care if I win or lose. I, I even turned off the, the rating system, like the, Oh like yeah. The, the letters. Cause like, I don't want to think about it this much. I, I sort of just use it as a way to, if I'm feeling like I want to 
get a little exercise or something, I'll kind of run in place while playing the, the game and then like in between the games that you're playing because there's a lot of downtime while you're not doing stuff. Yes. So I'll do like a little bit of exercise while playing the game. So it's more of like an excuse to make me move a little bit. Yeah, So yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it from that point of view. Otherwise, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I would have stopped playing the game already because it's kind of lost its uh, novelty for, yeah, boy, hey, let's pick it. up and play it. Um, sure has. But I still love playing bowling. The uh, last, the, the, the stuff that went away uh, last week, I forget what set it was, what unlocks it they were. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. That's the first uh, That's the first set since the game launched that I didn't bother to get everything. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I'm and working at, on the At that point, ones. like, I've been keeping up a streak of, like, I got to make sure I get everything. And at and one point, like, yeah. I was playing so much that, like, I had unlocked everything and it's like, wait till next week. Um, <laughs> and... I've completely fallen off to the point of like, I don't even know what's available and I don't care. <laughs> oh, Hey, you know, you know, uh, speaking of the 64, there's one, there's another rare game that might get released. Cause it's one most people don't care about. And that's jet force Gemini. I could see that one. I thought that one was already out actually on, on the service. I thought so. I don't think so. I think the only rare game is, is, is Banjo Kazooie at the moment. Yeah, you're probably right. It's it's just one of those things that I expect to see there for some reason. Yeah, it feels very Nintendo. nobody cares about it. Because I think I'm the only person that bought it when it came out and played through it and did everything in it. <laughs> Obviously, that's not true, but <laughs> I have not met a single person that's like, yeah, I did everything in that game. I liked it a lot. No, my experience with Jet Force Gemini was buying it. Or, sorry, renting it. Definitely not buying it. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> renting it one time playing it twice not getting it and then and then being like yeah you can take it back i don't like it <laughs> take this away from me because they like that'd be the thing is like hey do you want us to re-rent this sure yeah yeah when it was when it was uh available and if i was like halfway through it and they're like you know i'd ask them to re-rent it so i could finish it um we'll, we'll that touch one on was like yeah no you don't you don't have to I imagine this will come up later, but uh, the the focus of this podcast this week is is a is an excellent rental period. <laughs> it, yeah, that's true. Yes, definitely. Um, uh, do you want to do you want to take a question and then get to that? Yeah, sure. Why why not? Because this uh, this week's question from Swoggles is is uh, oh Swoggles, oh Swoggles. Thanks for always supplying us with questions. It oh Swoggles is meant. To... I was going to say, I mean that in the most endearing way possible. It makes us able to continue doing this segment, which I really appreciate. By the way, uh, the last two weeks, I don't think we've told our lovely listeners how they can write into us. It's like only Swoggles knows. Are we Swoggles? We'll never know. <laughs> We're not. I'm just writing the questions myself and making right? up a yeah. name for it. <laughs> If I no see if I were doing that, I would make up different names so it sounded like we had True. a bunch of different fans who were all writing into us all the time. Yeah, using the same name would be too lazy for us. Uh -oh. Yeah, <laughs> that means I'm doing. Oh wait, <laughs> I am not Swoggles. If you would like to send us a question that we will stumble over ourselves to answer and get way too deep into the semantics of. You can do that by sending us an email at theretrobreakdown at gmail.com. One, one more time, just because we haven't done it for two weeks. Yeah, it, that's theretrobreakdown at gmail.com. Excellent. All right. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Or wait, do you have to cue the music? And then we'll cue the music. 
and we'll read your question off just like this. This one's very straightforward. Is there a game that you wish had more story? As in the gameplay, like the gameplay generally remains the same, but the story and narrative parts are extended or expanded. I, I, I feel like I have so many th options here and I'm blanking on all of them. I've I've definitely played games like, God, I want to know more about the story or mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. more lore. I think but, the one, and this is an easy option, but like sure. I think the one that really... Um, I feel like you're going to say one of the Souls games. <laughs> yeah, basically all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, any of them. Like, if Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 had in had as much narrative like you don't have to make it a big sweeping epic because that's that's like too much mm -hmm. um but if it had like as much story as Sekiro Sekiro strikes a pretty good balance of having like voiced characters and cutscenes and, and a consistent story being told to the point where like I know what I'm doing and where I'm going and who I'm finding there and why yeah like that's all I need Dark Souls, all of the Dark Souls games to me have always just been about running around and trying to find the ends of paths. Yeah, and then, they, then they drop like some cinematic trailer or scene after doing something. You're like, that's great. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's like, that was the heat death of the universe. Yeah, great. I don't care. Let yeah. me fight this boss a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, me... it is, that game has always been about the action to me. Yeah. And... You know, hearing people talk about the lore and the stuff that you learn about by, you know, reading all of the item descriptions and armor descriptions. Yeah, can fit piecing everything books. together in a in a in a codex or in a wiki or something. Like I hear that stuff and I'm like, hey, some of that some of those beats actually sound pretty cool. I wish they told them to me. I wish it like what you like i want the souls games to present me with a story and what they actually present me with is loose pages of a notebook that i'm expected to assemble myself yeah that's not happening yeah i'm just not i might read a wiki i guess destiny does that too destiny one especially has like no story at all i don't care that much about destiny but like that's that is a game where like there is a it's the worst possible way of presenting the lore and the and the world building because it's not in the game at all. You find stuff in the game that unlocks codex entries that exist on a website. Ew. That you access separately. Ew. Ew. No, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, like, mm -mm. it's there if you want to go read a website. Go read a but book. But it's literally not in the game at all. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Uh, it, it's kind of like, you know what strikes a really, really good balance between what? like actively told story and background lore is Mass Effect. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mass Effect has a really well-told story where you know what your objective is and you know where you're going and, and you know why you're in each location that you're in. Because the, the story and the, like, it's, the narrative is consistent. I feel like that's just Bioware games of that era. Yeah, yeah. Because KOTOR is like that. My understanding yeah. is Dragon Age is like that. I've never played it. Uh, I couldn't get into Dragon Age. I feel like I should, because, okay, hear me out. I know I'm derailing the conversation, big surprise. But someone was talking about how much they loved 
uh, gambits in Final Fantasy twelve. Yeah, okay. And they were saying that you can set up something similar in Dragon Age for your characters? I've heard something like this, yes. Uh, well, now I feel like I have to play Dragon Age because I freaking love gambits. Gambits are cool when you, when they, when you like really get them working for you. Yeah, it feels like, it feels so good. Yeah. I mean, I also enjoy an auto battler in a way like the, I, I don't mind like that. That's fun to watch my creations do their thing. So gambits are right up my alley. Uh, and now I kind of want to play Dragon Age, which is something I never thought I would say because it always felt like that game that they were like, oh, it's so cool. You can have sex in this game. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, that's great. That's really neat. Yeah, nice. <laughs> anyway, sorry. S supposedly Dragon's Dogma has a, has a somewhat similar system. Dragon's like, Dogma's heard, awesome. I heard Have you ever a... played it? Huh? Hey, sorry, sorry. Have you ever played Dragon's Dogma? I, I, that was another game where I started it and bounced off of it. Oh, okay. But it's relevant because they just announced the sequel. They did, yeah. It's awesome. I love Dragon's Dogma a ton, but it's it's not really your style of game. I feel like because it's it's you're not. I don't. I don't know. You don't really like exploring big open worlds and stuff. And it's true. It's kind of like my least favorite video game thing to do. Yeah. So it's it's funny when when I think of Elden Ring and I think of you, it's it's actually the opposite of what a lot of people love about it right mm -hmm. i feel like that's going to turn you off in some ways it's part of the reason that i've hesitated to play it yeah i, I understand I mean, that that plus you know oh you don't own it and a system to play it on at the moment yeah correct that's kind <laughs> that, of the that's that kind of the bigger bit. issue at the, at, the, <laughs> at the moment but like even still if that was a big issue i would have taken steps to rectify it yeah but it's like that's not enough of a priority for me to play what would hook me on uh, dragon's dogma is when kyle i don't know if he i think he had rented or we rented it and he made his character and it looked like this tiny old little lady and we you fight the first thing and we we jumped on it was like oh you can hold this button to grab or to like hang on and we held on and the thing was just running around in circles and you're just holding on for dear life and we're stabbing it as we hang on to it we were just laughing because we had never seen a game where you can just hold on to the creature as opposed to having to you know dodge it or attack it but and if you get hit or yeah, touch it you take like damage slice immediately. At his ankles yeah and you when you and you usually take damage the second you touch the enemy right right so yeah this was the, like one of those times where we we're just grabbing it and riding around on it we just thought it was the funniest thing and i was sort of hooked at that point like wow this game's awesome but i didn't actually play it myself for about 10 years mm. uh when i came on when i played on the um the ps3 later i don't know it was good i liked it yeah i don't think that i actually think now that you probably wouldn't care that much <laughs> I heard I I was I was listening to a podcast where they uh, the one of the people on the podcast was explaining the pawn system and I was like that sure. sounds really cool actually yes the pawn system is neat um but I I think the 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 general core gameplay would not hold my interest for long enough to get into a lot of that stuff nah yeah probably not because from the from the way it sounds most of the stuff that's really cool in the game is in the latter half yeah it's it's if it's one of those games where if you don't enjoy the whole ride, it's probably not going to matter at all that it gets cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how I feel about it. But like, I'm, it's one of those games where it's like, probably not for me, but I mean, that's, I'm glad it, I'm glad it exists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's cool. Dude, it, it'd be real weird if you're like, that's not for me. And I wish it didn't exist. I mean, people are like that. <laughs> I know. More often than not. Like, <laughs> how dare you like this thing? Is was the 
it's the it's the Marge Simpson meme, right? Where it's like, you know, call me a killjoy, but because but because this thing doesn't adhere to my specific taste, no one else should be able to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That's that's fine. So, okay. uh, question question one B. Oh oh. Uh, is there a game you wish had less story? Literally, all I can think of is Skyrim. <laughs> I like this. this the, there is, there's like no story in Skyrim that's really forced on you. It's no, but I of, mean, like you want even less. <laughs> literally, all of the I find like almost all of the dialogue in that game to be tiresome. Oh damn, man, you hate Skyrim. And she's like, there is not anything that it's part of the reason the punch girl playthrough was so much fun for me. Yeah, is you because just didn't care it was about a anything. way for me to role play my real feelings, which are like, everyone shut up. I don't care about any of this. You know, OK, you know what game I just played with Lachise that the gameplay was super fun, but the story was uh, it was it was so dumb. And like, I just thought it was bad that mm -hmm. we actually ended up skipping all of the cutscenes. was it takes two. Oh, yeah. God, I hated the story so much. After by, I don't know, maybe... It's really sad, too, because, like, I I like what they're trying to do. Hold on. I thought it was going to be... I was like, wow, this is awesome. They're going to have a story about divorce, and it's going to be like, hey, you know what? Divorce happens. It's not the end of the world. And that's... Yeah, and that's, here's how that's you, like, reconcile and move into that next phase of your life. Right, and it's not the and the, and help the child make it feel like they're it's not their fault. Blah blah blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But man, that story missed the mark completely. It, yeah, totally missed the point of of like but it I had a, it had the chance to be something really interesting, and then it turned out to just be every rom com plot. It was like every '90s divorce story. Yep. It was so stupid. So Where we actually like, skipped. J.K. We rekindled our marriage, and we love each other again. Yeah, we love each other because we solved some. Uh, obscure puzzles as a dolls. Yeah, fine, whatever. The But the gameplay in that game was awesome. Story yep. skipped yep. everything, all of it. Hated every second of the story after. Don't let the book talk. Oh, no, any, so that's what, that was the first part was what we let them, we let everyone else have their story bits, but the second the book showed up, we'd immediately both hit the, the like skip button because yep. the second the book talk, get, get out of here. It was, man, Stop. I hated the book. It like this weird, like, this weird Spanish caricature is completely unnecessary. So bad. And it's like it, everything about it is so cringeworthy and borderline offensive. Yeah, like I, that's how I felt. But then it's like, am I reading into this too much? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. And then I I'm read an more, interview with... I'm more prone to reading into things like that than you are. Yeah. If you're looking at it and being like, oh boy, I don't know about that. Like it's yeah. it's probably a thing, <laughs> and and the I, I read an interview with the the guy that created it. I can't think of his name, and he's like, yeah, we're here just to f up the your your what you think. Like we want to go crazy with this with ideas and stuff. It's you want to ride a polar bear, or you want to think about that, but then it's like, what if the polar bear has rockets and I don't know spider feet or whatever? Like go crazy with your ideas. We really want to take it to the next level. I was like, what on? What the? F I kind of like what you're saying, but your story didn't do any of that. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Is, it was just—I don't know. Some of the ideas were fun, and the gameplay, like I said, was really good. Like mm -hmm. I genuinely—it was—it was the weirdest experience. I've never had an experience like that before, where I could not wait to play more of the game 
because actually playing the game was fun, but the story was so, so painful yeah. that I, I, I don't think I've ever, aside from when I was doing trophy hunting stuff, I don't think I have ever skipped story in a video game before. Yeah, I... I, I always just watch it. The only times that I'll, stip, I'll skip story in a video game is, like, if I'm on a second playthrough and I've seen it before. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And even then, like, I was doing it in Triangle Strategy when I was doing the second playthrough of that, and even then, like, it was, I... It's like, I've seen this before, and I would hit the skip button, but then, like, my finger would kind of hesitate on it for a second. Yeah, because you like, felt eh? wrong. Yeah, like, I could read this again. I could experience this happening. Because it's, th- it's always that thought process of, like, well, I mean... Now that I've seen the whole game, maybe there's foreshadowing in here I missed. Maybe there's extra context. Yeah. Maybe maybe the scene hits differently now that I know what they're talking about. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it's it like was... it's it. I'm I'm more I'm more prone to like watching the scenes a second time than skipping it the first. Yeah, not this me. I just and I and I was like, oh, they're gonna. It's it, oh, it's just it was so bad once I realized that they were gonna rekindle their relationship even though they didn't talk about any of the problems they were having yeah like, clearly they were having problems you can't solve it by pushing a boulder i mean it's there's something to be said for like you know if there's still a relationship that can be like oh, i'm not saying they should get rekindled a divorce. there like <laughs> yeah marriage counseling can help because sometimes maybe you just need to you just need to reconnect and, and communicate better but there's no th- repro- that's like, not what you did uh, you, do we, I'm talking about spoilers here. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Is that fine? Do you think, or do you think I should wait because it's too new? Um, kind of. Uh, uh, spoilers for it takes two for the next uh, two <laughs> like, minutes. Give me a minute. Starting now. Yeah. So there's a part where you they get this bright idea that they need their child's tears to 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 become human again. So like, oh, oh let's yes, just uh-huh. tear up its favorite toy or her favorite toy, and they do it all. And then obviously it's sad it didn't work. And they never go back to it. They never once self-reflect and say, wow, we're assholes. Like, yeah, we're, we're bad people. Like, maybe we're part of the problem here. Why does our daughter blame herself? Like, that's a normal thing that happens in divorce. They didn't talk sure, about sure, any sure. of these things. And then at the end, they're like, oh, it's all taped up. Everything's fine. It's like, no, you traumatized your child. And, and you were probably shitty before this. Like, I, I, I don't. For God. that matter, you also traumatized the toy. Like, well, that sure. scene is rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I, like, I really... You're like dragging it towards its death, and it's like, I'm sorry, what have I done? Yeah, and it was I, it was I, almost I, like, it why was are so you ex- doing this? It was so extreme that it became, it like circled around to being comical. Like it was yes. that that's that's what they were going for, obviously. But at the same time, it was like, why is this happening? Like I don't know, man. I I. So there you go. There's there's my uh. There's the game that I wish there was zero story in. <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 checks out. We got another we got another like 45 minutes to to discuss. I don't even remember how 45 like, minutes. God, I hope not. 45 seconds, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I I forgot completely about that where there's it, like the entire second act of the game is like yeah, let's just literally literally bathe in our daughter's tears yeah that's the whole, that's, what we want that's like the whole first arc like that's the whole point until you get to and then after that it's like oh never mind let's go collect five pages where our daughter's going to give us the answer and obviously the daughter wrote i'm leaving like it was if you've ever seen a 90s crappy divorce story that's what it would be or if you know things about kids or whatever yeah um it, damn. and time damn damn 
Uh, let's take a break and talk about Kirby for the for the best, the biggest and best tonal swerve. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, so um, Kirby's cool. Yeah, hey, I like this game. Uh, I, I understand the people that that don't, but I really I, don't, I enjoy it. Probably it's mostly nostalgia, I think, because I had kind of I had briefly I don't remember if it was during the podcast or just us talking mentioned how I I remember buying it or like reading a Nintendo article up north and then my dad bought it for me later and I was excited about it and uh, it was it was fun to relive the game because I didn't remember most of it which may say more <laughs> about the game because it's, it's so like, I it's like a... I tested the idea of is it just nostalgia sure I did a uh, I, I did a I did a control test and that control test was wow. making Jesse play it okay okay uh, she made it through about two stages and was like, I don't have time for this. Oh, damn. Um, now, Wolf. granted, I like I was not able to, you know, completely eliminate all variables here. Jesse's had a very, very busy week. Sure. Getting she did ready, have a lot to do. Yeah. You know, doing some last minute planning for Clarinet Fest in Reno this week. Um, so she... I asked her if she was interested and she said, sure. And then I was like, are you sure you have enough time for this? And she was like, yeah, it should be fine. And I was skeptical, but then like we ended up playing like fairly late at night because that was just when she, that's just when she was done with stuff. Yeah. That's when the time was there. And you know, she was tired and the motor skills were slowed down and (laughs) you know, she was having trouble figuring out the buttons and, which brings me to an important point that I'll get to in a moment. But TLDR, she didn't have a great time with it. Okay. And then I ended up finishing it myself. Yeah. And when I started playing it, I was like, oh, this game's still fun. And I think that, like, you know, kind of learning your moves and learning what button does what is I a pretty combining. big, important part of it. And, well, <laughs> I feel like that's true for a, for a lot. It's, it's So, basically, it's not a game that, you, that would... If, if you have... For someone that doesn't have nostalgia, if they're mm-hmm. not really in this space to be able to just sit and enjoy a game, they, they probably won't have a good time. Like, it's not such a good game that it's going to be like, screw it, don't care about what else is happening in the real world, I have to play this. I think that watching her play it for a couple of stages, it... If you're new to it... And you haven't seen it before and you haven't like done it a couple of times already. I think this is the only game that has the particular method that Kirby 64 has for combining abilities. Where it's like like, swallow the the ability, then spit out the star, then throw the star at another thing and combine them and then eat that star. That's a lot of steps. Yeah, because you have to, like, take it out with the R button and then mm-hmm. throw it at them. And you can accidentally hit the R button twice and then you launch it in the sky. And Yep. If, <laughs> Which happened a lot. And, and Or you throw it at the enemy and they jump over it somehow. Or, yep. or, they, or they're doing an attack and it breaks it, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, like, doing the combined copy ability, which is, I would say, the biggest and most important part of actually having fun in this game, yeah, is actually really difficult. It's kind of, yeah, it's not easy. It's true. It's it, true. It's, it's like, not, it's... I, maybe not difficult, but tricky. No, it's it's not. There's a few times where I needed a specific power to get through a to get a shard or whatever, and I, yeah. I was having trouble combining. I was like, "What is? What am I doing?" Yeah. <laughs> so I actually made a save state because I was like, "I'm not missing this again." 
Yeah, I had to do that a couple times myself. I was like, I can't believe I'm having this much trouble right now. Now, there is something that is going to be unique to my experience, and by proxy Jesse's experience, um, that you did not have to deal with, which is oh. the button mapping on the Switch controller. Oh, is it rough? It's bad. Yeah, I've heard that the, the 64 button mapping is not good. Um, the The problem is that, like, it's probably fine for some games, but there is no way to change it. So in this case, like the C buttons do the same thing as the R button where it will spit out your, uh, it will spit out your, your star and then launch it into the sky. Sure. The C buttons in this case are mapped to the X and Y buttons, or at least two of them are on the switch controller. Okay. So the A button on the right, is your jump. The B button on the bottom is your like inhale and usability. And when you have your star spit out, it is also the throw the star forward button, which is the one you need to use most of the time to actually hit something. And then the Y and X buttons are C buttons, which will throw your star straight up. Now the Y button (laughs) is you know, on a, on a four button controller is very often considered like a melee attack button. So Jesse and I both were doing an awful lot of trying to use an ability on that button and then throwing our ability away. (laughs) And the thing is, that's also mapped to the R button. And if I just been able to use the R button and that button had done nothing, it would have actually been way better off. I would have, I would have liked to have just disabled those buttons entirely. Right. Because I didn't need the C buttons. They do the same thing as the R button. It would have been fine. But oh, like geez. having two of my face buttons be a throw your ability away button is not great. No. Yeah, that would have been really hard to, to, to get behind. So basically just went through the whole game like that. And, get, you know, you put enough time into it and you learn it. But like... I, you know, I was playing like a little bit like one world at a time and then I'd put it down for the day and do other stuff. Sure. And then come back to it and for the first 10 minutes, you know, be working on because, you know, using the A and B buttons on the on the right and bottom for your for your jump and attack button, you the bottom button being your attack button is not it's not my favorite. I don't love that. And the, the jump button on A, while not unpressed, like I really would like the jump button to be the bottom button. And the attack sure. button to be one of the buttons on the left or right. And yeah, that sounds really bad, actually. And, you know, I can deal with it and I was able to deal with it. I got through the game. It was fine. But like it was just one of those things where it was bad enough where I was like, OK, how do you remap controls? Oh, you don't. You just don't remap controls at all. I didn't. Oh, man. I, yeah, the 64 controller makes the game not nearly as painful. Well, it's got six face buttons. So, I mean, heck, you don't even, I just use like the, I think it's just like A and B and R pretty much. Yeah. Those are the only buttons you need, which is why having other buttons that do, that have undesirable effects is confusing. Yeah. And just frustrating. Cause even just like a, even just like brushing it when you're trying to, when you're trying to hit your attack button and you just like, you know, you just brush the attack button or you brush the Y button on the, on your way to hit and start or something. 
Yeah, just like really a simple stupid. misclick or something like that. It's just like, okay, here out goes the star. That's very confusing. And the the game is slow, so like losing the amount of frames that it, most of the time I would hit it and the star would come out and I'd have to be like, wait, hold on a second. And then I'd hit down, which puts the star back in your mouth and then hit down again to swallow it again to re-get the ability. <laughs> which all of which takes like a second's worth of animation because like all of the animations in the game are slow. It is a bit. That's true. Um, So it's not just like it sounds like a minor gripe, but it's like if you if you accidentally hit the wrong button you're probably getting hit and you're losing a bunch of time and it's just frustrating. It just slows the whole game to a crawl. Yeah. Now again, that's a, that's a preliminary thing where it's, you know, learn what the buttons are. That button doesn't do what you think it does. So just hit the right buttons. That's, that's an obvious thing you have to do with any game, but it's, I don't know. It's just one of those things where, it's weird because the button layout on the N64 controller would have actually been the opposite of what it was on the Switch controller. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. I, because I, the, the A button is sort of at the bottom, and then the B button is, like, up and left from there. Yeah. And then, you know... So, like, if you're looking at a, at a PlayStation controller or, like, a standard four-button layout, like, the X and square would be A and B. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? And then, like, your, you know, your circle and triangle would be your C down and C left. And then, you know, if you had two more buttons going up from there, it would be C up and C right. Mm -hmm. And this kind of mirrors that, where it's like they're going in the other direction. And I don't know why they chose to make it that way. Yeah, that's weird. I, I, I tried before I got the 64 controller, because I ordered the 64 controller right when they were available, but it still took like a month or so to get um, shipped and everything. Excuse me. And I tried playing the 64 games on this with the standard controller, the pro controller. Yeah. When it first came out. And I was like, nope, I'm not playing this until I get my controller. This is rough. Yeah. So I think some, they have a really neat way of implementing the C buttons, which I actually kind of like which is that your four face buttons become the C buttons when you hold down, I want to say, RL. Really? Yeah. Or R, let's, ZR, not RL. That's hold on right, left. Yeah, yeah. I think it's ZR, and then the face buttons become your C buttons. And I'm like, hey, that's actually kind of intuitive. Like, you can just kind of, like, get access. For games where you need all four face buttons then, like, you know, it makes sense that you can do it that way. But then it's like, but there's some games where you need to hit the A button and, like, C down I, I, at the same to, time. Or, or, like, within... Dude, that's that's so clunky. And Even, then if you, if you have this whole, like, alternate... This whole alternate control scheme or whatever, why have two of the face buttons always be two of the C buttons? <laughs> no, the real question is, in all of this, is just offer an option to remap the buttons. Just, why can't we just remap the buttons? Like, this is, this is, this is just easy. Like, that is, that is basic 101, well, it, you know what it is? It's basic 101 emulation. I mean, and hell, it's just, it's been in computer games since the 90s. Yep. Forever. You've always mm -hmm. been able to, I mean, and then console games slowly have allowed you to at least have different options. And then now, sometimes you can set them however you like. I don't know. 
it's it's really weird to me for this in this particular instance because they know it's a mess. Like they know it's a mess not to use the the 64 controller to play a mm-hmm. 64 game on the Switch. Yeah. And since it's a it would be for all of the things, it could just be in the 60 like you open up the 64 game and then you can set the controls for all of the games. It doesn't even have to be individual em- emulation right, code right, for right. each individual game, right? It could just be mapped in the beginning and then it dumps it into the the, the, yeah, you could do the it from the literal game select screen. Right, right, right. You go right. into and then, settings, and it's like, all right, map your controls. Yes. And then you go, and that's that's easy. But no, you're probably right. It's probably just the fact that Nintendo wants to pretend emulators don't exist. Because then you could map things to, like, even the, the joystick directions, which would be pretty rad. Yeah. Like, the right joystick could be, like, the different C buttons. But I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, if they wanted to prevent something like that to keep you from, like exploiting or cheating in these 30 year old games or 25 year old games, then like (laughs) they could just make it so that you can't map buttons to joystick controls. Sure. Sure. Like a button's gotta be a button and a, and the joystick's gotta be a joystick. I don't think that they're worried about cheats and exploits. I think they just don't care about emulation at all. Yeah. I think, I think they just dump it on there with one control scheme and they're like, good enough. That'll be 50 bucks a year. (laughs) (laughs) hey sucker you gotta deal with it (laughs) oh so i i generally i had a good time with the game but that was definitely (laughs) an impediment and i like that's okay i i feel like for the sake of talking about this game you have to try and remove all of that frustration and difficulty while playing yeah, for sure. And it, it wasn't that bad. Like I said, like it, eventually you get the you get the buttons down and it's like it's not like I was still throwing my abilities away in stage six. Like, right, right. And but I, it, was I think just, it was just a little hurdle where like it just didn't quite work the way I wanted it to. And I, you know, it would have been easy enough to remap it. And then it was just like, why, why, why do they not let you remap it? Yeah. So, like, Jesse struggled through two stages, and I saw her keep hitting the wrong button and keep throwing the ability away, and I was like, boy, why is she... This was before I had actually played it myself, so I was like, why does she keep hitting the R button? Because in my mind, the R button is the, you know, is the button for take your ability out and throw it away. Yeah, I literally didn't even press the C buttons, so I didn't know they did that. I didn't either. So I was like, why does she keep hitting R to throw the ability away? But the way she was playing it, she thought that she had to hit the the Y button to pull the ability out and then the B button to throw it. And she was getting those buttons confused and throwing the ability away. And I'm like, oh, God, that's that would be terrible to have to remember, like, which button, which face button pulls the ability out and then which one throws it up and which one throws it forward. Yeah, the forward when they're like the right up. next to each other. Yeah, yeah. That's like, so I played a couple stages and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry I asked you to play this like this. Like, I I don't even blame you for hey, getting as frustrated as you did. You, you didn't do a very good scientific study here. <laughs> you can't say it was nostalgia or not. So far, it's just shit control scheme. <laughs> yeah, it may, it may very well have been that. <laughs> this is the kind I, of I research that... I did not set my controls. In, this, in... Is, this is like the hot sauce... Uh, leads to to real world violence type of research. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it was also a terrible control environment because she was already stressed out. Yeah. I was and, letting like, that part not go. in the mood for things. 
I mean, I think there's legitimate complaints about um, uh, the crystal shards. I don't, I don't think, I don't think the bad controls from the Switch are part of them, though. <laughs> no, they're definitely not. I do think that the, uh, I do think that the the clunky ability controlling or uh, sorry, ability combining method. Yeah, what they what they should have done not great. They should have just made it so there's another suck in button. Yeah, like one of the C buttons should have just also sucked in or something like yeah, that. Yeah, th- yes, exactly. I I don't quite understand the logic behind making you throw your ability around. That seems really stupid. Uh, I don't it's, know if it's because it's really tricky to do and can make you throw your ability away if you don't hit it just right. Yeah, it's it's annoying and it's really annoying when so the game as you said, is kind of slow. Like, Kirby's run, at first I was like, oh, no, he's definitely running. His face is filled with determination, but he sure doesn't feel like he's running. Yeah, and when... he's not moving too fast. <laughs> that, that, boy is, that boy is eating a little too much for uh, in, in the 64 era. <laughs> hmm He's a little sluggish in his, in his mid-years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he needs I think... to inhale a car. <laughs> yeah, he needs a car or something. <laughs> the mouthful mode, Oive. Boy, like even the, like even the abilities that should give you speed don't really. No. Oh, dude, did you combine bomb and fire? Fireworks are the best. Holy crap! Literally Those, just explode so, through the stage. They're so broken, and they let you basically fly longer too, because there's like yep. limited flight in this game for whatever reason, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was weird, but whatever. I forgot about that, and I don't like it because. It's not Kirby. It doesn't like, feel like Kirby. It's like artificial difficulties randomly. Yeah. I mean, not that the game has difficult. It's not a difficult video game. It's by, difficult by for a stretch. Kirby game, I think. I think it's I think it's difficult. Um, but it, to... it, it's significantly less difficult when you have the right ability. Yeah. Because, yeah, boy, well, like there is a there is a very broad gulf of of usefulness between certain abilities, which which is the what's the bomb man? The bomb abilities are probably the best because like the bomb with the the cutter or the spike yes. where you like get the ninja stars is yeah, awesome. Bomb and cutter. That's awesome. Arguably uh, the most fun, not the best and most useful ability in the game, but definitely but it feels most good. Fun. Yeah. Especially when you time it right and you hit the thing right in the face, you're like, "Yeah, got him!" Bam. Yeah. Uh, no, but well, it's the, bomb. The, the whole effect of like you not actually like you can't actually see the thing that you're throwing, and then there's that little beat of time, and then it sticks and freezes and explodes. Like everything about it feels great. Extremely satisfying. You know what doesn't feel good though? I think it's bomb and uh, stone, and it makes a giant stick of dynamite that you then can't avoid damage from unless you're off screen. It's that's it's the stupidest ability. Uh, you press down and you put on a hard hat. Oh, I'm an idiot. I didn't even think of that. But it's still bad because oh, it takes like five even, seconds to go off. I didn't even think of that. I yeah. was like, what is this crap? I was so, I was, because, okay, the only reason I use it is because you have to use it for the one stage. Cause, you know, yeah, you have to that. get a, sh- a shard. Yeah. And, and I, I was like, I hate this ability so much. I, I didn't, didn't even... it, I took a, like, mm-hmm. the only reason I know this is because I had the same experience when I was younger. And I just like, I just hit down on a whim and it was like, oh, he pulls out a hard hat. I wonder if that helps you avoid damage. Thank God. I thought it was, I'm actually really glad because I was, I just couldn't understand how that was the ability. Like, why did they design an, uh, why did they design an ability that just kills you? I thought, yeah, it was so, it was making me frustrated. And and well, because I kind of, 
usually I play them over the week, but this time I, I binged it all at once. And yeah. getting that was one of the last shards I had to get. And I was at that point where I was like, yeah, I'm ready to be done. I, mm -hmm. I'm enjoying the game, but I, I, I'm, I want to play something else now. So it was, I was frustrated too, where I wasn't, I wasn't in that stage of having fun experimenting with the controls anymore. It was yeah, like, nope, yeah. I want to be, I want to get to the, the, the last fight of the game. Cause I remember it enjoying. Well, the... and I think that is, I, I think that's an important point about this game, which is that every time I've played it and it's been a few now, oh, okay. um, I'm left I've with the same impression. I, I'm left with the same impression of Kirby 64, which is that like 99% of the fun to be had in this game is in combining abilities and seeing what they do. Yeah. And then messing with them for a stage or two. Yeah. And once you know, or you've seen them, cause like, there's no replayability in this game really. Yeah. It like the stages are not very much fun. The game is slow. It's, you know, stuff hits you that doesn't seem like it should hit you. Yeah, sometimes um, the perspective is a little weird because it's like a, they're really like, messing with the two and a half D thing. Yeah. Sometimes to its detriment where it's like, I don't actually know. I, I'm having a bird? hard time gauging the distance on this jump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you have to make a jump because you might run out of juice flying. Which yeah. I, I, I just like that. So, I mean, like, I think it's really, really fun to grab an ability and then grab another ability and be like, oh, man, what is, you know, what does it look like if I combine spike and spark? Yeah, or or, the, or ice, ice and uh, uh, electric, so you get a fridge. Yeah, the, seriously, the, like <laughs> nothing will ever replace the feeling of like combining two abilities and seeing Kirby turn into a refrigerator that spits out food. Yeah, so that's that's when, incredible. When my memory of Kirby sixty four when I think about it is combining two abilities. I remember the fight where you fly. I remember flying around with Kirby on like as like like with wings or something and it was just the final boss fight in my memory before playing mm -hmm. it again and the only other thing i really remember is making a refrigerator yep and that just sticks with you yeah that's it's, that's it's a, a, it's a, that in the ninja stars the exploding yeah. ninja stars i actually i didn't remember i didn't remember that either because so i played this game when it first came out back in july probably so it was it came out in i want to say june and i mm -hmm. i played it in oh yeah didn't we say it's the anniversary it's the 22nd anniversary of this game. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. It was like two days something. ago or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played it. I played this game 22 years ago and haven't played it since. But the refrigerator stuck with me the whole time. No, nothing else. I remember the refrigerator. I remember the fireworks. And I remember the exploding ninja stars. <laughs> the fireworks. Um, but you could get them on like the first stage or second stage. And I'd never wanted to let go of them. I was... I've, I was I was disappointed that I had to switch The literal powers. only bad thing about them is they can't shoot up. Yeah, but they're a big enough explosion. That's fine. I mean, like, if there's something above you, you can't hit it. Well, but, like, if you blow up twice, you can blow up three times in a row, and the last explosion's huge. Oh, the fireworks. I th Sorry, I thought you were talking about the ninja stars. Oh, no, 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 the, the fireworks, the fireworks, the fireworks. Yeah, the fireworks yeah, yeah. make you basically invincible. <laughs> yeah. And I think the best thing about it is a lot of the, a lot of the abilities slow you down. And the fireworks, you just keep going, baby. Like, they either slow you down or, like, the... Or if you, you stop combine, completely. like, fire and fire. Like, it doesn't slow you down. You get good speed out yeah, of it. Sometimes but you, you also become die. uncontrollable. I, I, yeah, because one time I hit, uh, like, I didn't even hit an enemy. I just hit the uh, pillar that had a pit below it, and I could not recover my jump fast enough after mm -hmm. the fire ran out. Like, I was yeah. mashing the button, and I was like, well, what? 
And so I, I couldn't... mean, like the fireworks are just explode everything on the whole stage <laughs> while going at top while, speed, which is yeah, still pretty slow. <laughs> while moving forward, and just keep keep doing that. You maintain control of yourself. You you're constantly damaging everything around. It's perfect. It is. It is. And I, then I... there's like so. And then there's some, there are some abilities that are absolutely purposefully built to be I mean, they're just useless. jokes. Yeah. Um, Even the normal cutter kind of sucks because you lose, you throw yeah, your it's face. It's terrible, actually. You, you throw your face, <laughs> so you lose, yep. like, you lose like you're jumping, you move slower, and it takes forever to get back to you. Yeah, it's super oh. slow. Oh, it's painful. Like cutter combined with other things tends to be pretty great. Yes. Um, what like is cutter with the, itself? I forget. A bigger cutter. But you still throw it's your face. It's got like teeth on it. <laughs> and it does the same thing where you're just the little walking oval. Oh God. It's, it's I, I, like throwing your face is hilarious. <laughs> but man, does it suck? And that's just not what cutter has ever been. And I don't know why it needs to be that. It shouldn't be that. <laughs> it shouldn't do that. Don't do that. But like, you know, cutter combining cutter with fire gives you a cool fire sword. Yeah. That's What's, sick. I like the lightning sword too. The light, the beam sword, which is just like a Darth just, Maul lightsaber. It's just Darth Maul lights. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And it even does like, you do like the spinny thing. You, you, it's totally, uh, it was totally Darth Maul-y. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like that's great. Um, uh, like cutter with bomb gives you the ninja star. So like the combined cutter abilities are generally pretty good. Yeah. But by itself, it's awful. Yeah. So we've basically talked about what the best abilities are. What, what do you consider to be like the least useful abilities or ability combinations? Like objectively, even the ones that are obviously supposed to be worthless. I don't like the, I think it's spike and lightning where you become, where you just like shoot a lightning bolt. You just become a lightning rod. That one's pretty crap. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to use, but it's kind of crap. Um, do you ever get, uh, do you ever get spark and fire? Which one is that? What does it do? Um, Kirby like rubs, a rubs like some glass on his head <laughs> to oh, or, yeah. or something to create static electricity and it starts his head on fire and then he runs around <laughs> with his head on fire. <laughs> oh, no, no, I did not see that one. Actually. I missed that one. Shoot. That it's, sounds, that sounds like, funny. The dogs are here. Yes. Hello. Although they can't hear me. Um, that one is, that one is useful for like <laughs> comedic value and nothing else. Yeah. That, that's what it's, that's what it's there for. Um, but I th like literally the most, I think the literal most useless ability in the game is fire and ice. Oh yeah. That one sucks. That's right. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's cause it literally like just, you become an ice cube that instantly melts. Yeah. That one's bad. And I mean, like it, it a hundred percent feels like it's supposed to be bad. Bomb and ice is pretty dumb. The curling. Uh, wait, no, no. I'm bomb thinking... and ice is the, well, you just become a snowman. Oh yeah. So that one's kind of fun, except the snowman moves slow. And then when you actually hit something and explode, you're stunned. Yeah, you you there's like a whole recovery phase that sucks. So oh. you just have to stand there with your head having blown up. And it's like a fun comedic effect. And you can tell that like you can tell that what they're trying to do is they're trying to make some of these just funny jokes. Yeah. 
And some of them land, like some of them are actually really funny, but I prefer the ones that are funny and also useful, like the refrigerator. Yeah, I like the refrigerator one. I like ice and cutter because uh, it's goofy. You get to you get ice skates, so you get to move kind of quick. Oh, yeah, I didn't get that one. I forgot that about that. That one's fun. Um, I, like, uh, I like ice and stone, but that's just because I like curling. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't like, okay, I like the idea of cutter and rock where you get to become the different animal friends. Oh, yeah, from, from Dreamland 3, yeah. But I, I hated climbing the walls, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> it was easy. Get, yeah. It was just like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> well, it takes way too long to do. It takes too but long. But they yeah. had to make it that long so that you wouldn't be able to just fly up there as Kirby. Oh, right, because they removed your ability to uh, fly forever. Right. Odd choices. Yep. Odd choices all around for that one. Yeah, I, I like the... The stone cutter where you become the statue of the animal friends is like, that's a cute homage, but it's not fun to control like any of them. Like it, it would have been, I, I, I what, Hey, what does ice and ice do? I don't think I saw that one. I don't know that I did either. Actually. Interesting. No, I got to look it up. Yeah. Hang on. I'm going to look it up now. Mm. Okay. Ice and ice. Oh my God. You become a snowball. Oh, yeah, no, no, I did see that, yeah. You just absorb a bunch of things, and then when you break, they all come out and die. That's that's Yeah, you one. you become a snow Katamari. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a good one. Nothing yeah, that one is... Fresh, I, I did actually get that. I forgot about it. What is Ice and Spike, since I assume you have it up now? Uh, that one I actually know is... It's the one where you, you, you become like a, uh, a big frozen snowflake thing. Okay, that's what I thought. I remembered something like that, but didn't get it on this playthrough. Okay. Uh, double spikes was fun. Cause then you're like a Swiss army knife. Yeah. That one's, that one is again, like a fun visual gag more so not... than like actually useful. You know, which one I loved that I hadn't thought about until I watched the video, but I actually liked this one a lot was, was uh, stone and spike the drill. And, yeah. You get your drills are going to pierce or... the heavens. Yeah. Yeah. That's stone and spike. Yeah. That one. I like that one a lot. That one's, really yeah, that cool. one's fun. Mostly because it makes anything that makes me move faster. I'm a fan. Of. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but also, I like Gurren Lagann a lot. So yeah. Um, uh, what's Double Spark? I don't remember. Is it just like a bigger version of Normal Spark? I think so. That's kind of what most of them tend to be. Yeah. Is yeah. Like... oh yeah, you get like a glowy. You get like a a big, um, like looks like a gyroscope kind of thing with that kind of like spin around you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that lightning right. and stone was cool. Where it's stupid because it's, it's uncontrollable, but it, like the rock that bounces around, that's uh, that's electrified. Oh yeah, yeah. It's that like a, it's neat. like a uh, electric stone yo-yo. <laughs> yeah, that one's sort of fun. But I think the the what you said is so true though. As I was getting towards the end of the game, I was actually, I was honestly still having fun. Like I never I didn't ever think. Yeah. Man, I'm so sick of this. I really want to do something else. I only had that feeling because I hated the the dynamite because i didn't think to just press down so like that stage was annoying because i had to get through the stage or whatever with that power up to um to do the thing at the end i don't remember my um, big uh, the big issue that i had with that when i was going through and and getting all the shards is that like for most of the stages where you need a specific ability to break a specific thing those abilities are available in that stage yeah sometimes um, some of them the they're fact, not though. Yeah, sometimes they're not, or sometimes it's, like, the the ability you need, you get after the part that you need it, so yep. you'd have to, like, pl run through the stage again. Yeah, and that's that's annoying. 
I find that to be f- trying to force the game to be longer, but it's just yep. overall bad design. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, I, I feel I think, like we've been really negative on this game when, like, I so we oh, should circle have, back around and say, like, I do generally still like this game. Yeah, no, it's. I think the problem is that it's just sort of so Kirby has an extremely high bar. Yeah, there's a lot of really, really great Kirby games, and mm-hmm. Kirby sixty four probably ranks m- below mid the to middle. low. Yeah, mid to low, right? So. It's not that it's a bad game. I actually, I had fun. I, as I was booting it up, I was like, man, I'm, this is great. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying my time playing this. And I played it for like four hours, like I 100%ed it. And to do that in one sitting, it has to be a good enough game because otherwise I would have just been like, I'm not doing this. Like, yeah. I can just, I could, I could. This is sort of reminiscent to like when we played like Mario Galaxy. Sure, yeah. And we were like, boy, this is still a good game, but like I was kind of expecting more out of it. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it. The, the most disappointing part for me was honestly the final boss. Yeah. It wasn't, I, I didn't feel like, you know, the galaxy gobbling, you know, the whole end of the multiple universes coming to a close and Kirby's like, I'm here, don't worry about it. Uh, let me just absorb, let me just absorb uh, Meta Knight's Halberd ship and become the actual ship. Man, Robo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bot is so much fun. Like, I, I love the, uh, I, I love the giant, over-the-top epicness of most Kirby bosses. And this one was kind of like, hey, you're fighting Nightmare again. Yeah, it's like, it's a rehash of basically the same boss from from Dreamland 3. And the stakes are not really, like, sufficiently established. And it's like, you don't become... It's just the little fairy friend who's carrying you, and you have, like, a little crystal shard gun. Yeah, you, you basically get, like, the Master Sword sword, or the Master Chief sword. Uh, oh yeah, it does look like that actually. And and then you're shooting out beams and you 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 kill Nightmare and then it's just then it's over then Kirby gets a smooch and falls down some steps which is the, the little cutscenes are adorable. <laughs> yeah, the cutscenes are cute. I wish there was more I wish there was just like one other one to establish Nightmare being oh this is happening now. Like, Did, am I the only person who got to the ending and there's this like there's this like cute princess girl with black hair and like braids and glasses. And she like, I feel like she's showing up for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, and there's occasionally a fairy in the background of some levels, like flying on a broom. Yeah. And, like, and I, like, I, 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 feel... I feel like there is just more to this. That's maybe explained elsewhere, maybe in the manual or something. Well, I think that this game, there was originally going to be a different Kirby game. That makes and then sense. that got scrapped and they ended up with this one. Oh, so it's like the Star Fox uh, 64 problem. I believe so. I could be wrong. Two characters in a game that was canceled. Yeah, I, I, I could be wrong about that, but I do remember reading something um, where it was, it was, it was like a, it, it, it was, there was an issue with the original idea for whatever they were working on at first. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because it does feel like something is. It feels Something like there's a story missing. beat in there that, like, we're expected to know about, but that we don't, we never actually see. Yeah. It's kind of nuts that this was the last console Kirby game for 10 or 11 years. God, what was the next one? Like, Return to Dreamland? Yeah, the one on Wii. Yeah, that, wow. game, was, that game was awesome. Yeah, I guess they did go handheld for a while. Uh-huh, for the next 11 years. I didn't realize it was that long. I mean, long. They, they released Kirby Air Ride and stuff on, on GameCube. That doesn't so count. Was, that no. doesn't count even though that game actually is great. But it's not, it's a, not, but a, it's Kirby not a Kirby game. game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen to us. 
telling the world what is and isn't a Kirby game. <laughs> it's a racing game with Kirby characters. No, it's a it's a it's a Kirby game as much as Mario Kart is a Mario game. Yeah. Yeah, but everything's a Mario game. <laughs> is Diddy Kong Racing a Donkey Kong game? No, because it's Diddy Kong. If it was called Donkey Kong Racing. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Donkey Konga, Donkey Kong game. <laughs> like, you know what the dumbest thing about this is? Is that you What's are now that? arguing against your own point. I know. <laughs> you originally said that's not a real Kirby game. I'm, I am well aware of this. <laughs> and now I'm agreeing with you, and you are now picking apart the semantics of me agreeing with you. To be fair, I said listen to us telling them what, what is and isn't a Kirby game. That's true. But you said there wasn't another console Kirby game until the one on Wii. And yeah, then no. said there was Kirby Air Ride. Absolutely. Absolutely. Was there any other was there any other non-Kirby games on the GameCube? I don't think so. I think Kirby's Air Ride was the only one. I think that's the only Kirby thing. I mean, aside from Smash. Aside from Kirby being in Smash, but yeah. Is that is that the only thing on GameCube? I think so. I think it is. I think I don't those even are the only Kirby appearances. Because Kirby doesn't end up in, like, golf or sports ever, because that'd be unfair. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. He would not Why don't the they rules. do more of that? I don't know. Like, Cause... Link crossed over into, into Mario Kart. Why can't they just make... Why can't they just do a Smash Brothers thing with the sports games? Oh, yeah, actually true. Where they have, you know, like, Link and Samus and Kirby and stuff. I want to see Solid like Snake. Tennis. <laughs> tennis. They wouldn't even have to get like the guest characters from other from other but companies. It, but it would be cool if they did. <laughs> it sure would. It sure would. But, but like, they don't need it. Yeah, no, I agree. The, even just the like the specific first party characters from like you know just like the Smash One roster. Yeah, you don't you don't need you don't need to get crazy here. We don't need Fire Emblem characters playing golf. Like I get it. That's gonna that takes everyone out of it too much. But but you know Link could Link could play some golf. I feel like he would enjoy some golf. There's probably a golf yeah. mini game in one of his games that I'm not thinking of. Like Samus could like especially in some of these like newer games where they've Where's got arcade? some like crazy overpowered things. You can't tell me that if they put Samus into this new Mario oh uh, Strikers god. game. Oh my god. That it wouldn't be amazing to see her like the jump super... up into the air and shoot a like <laughs> shoot herself as like the morph ball into the net yeah like she summons a metroid to sit on someone's head yeah or, or just like oh she becomes like the ball a huge charge blast to, to yeah. shoot the ball into like that would be cool that everyone would, would, would be... turn up for that yeah and every everybody liked that there is there's no one that would be upset about well that's not fair there'd be like, someone why does... that would be upset yeah it's true but why, like, why does the Nintendo no crossover thing have to be limited to Smash? Why can't they do it in the sports games? Nintendo has really weird rules. Just like they don't allow Mario can't be a bad guy in Paper Mario or whatever. Like, I don't know. Nintendo's weird. Yeah, they are. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why. Like, how cool would it have been if that was? Like, I would like to see Wario as a bad guy in in Paper Mario. That'd be fun. Doesn't have to be like evil. <laughs> like they no, can still have another. Like the, he could just be like the the Team Rocket like recurring rival yeah. character, and he can even then be a good person. Like he can see the error of his ways. Like that's fine. It can be cheesy. It's, yeah. it's everyone likes cameos. Let's be honest. Like that's the or, that's he, or why... he could just like run a shop or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
That's true. He doesn't even need to do anything important. He just he just run like a shady a shady shop in the background. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. hell, they won't even let Luigi be a major character in Paper Mario games. So. <sighs> I. Yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> Paper. I was gonna say. I don't know. Just how Paper Mario bums me out because they they had such a cool formula and then they're like, no, we 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 can't. What if we, we stopped making it an RPG? <laughs> what if we kept calling or pretending it's an RPG, but we remove all of the cool RPG stuff besides the random battles, which everybody loves? Yeah. <laughs> what if we kept the random battles, but Without removed the all the reward from? It? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, that, wow. That sounds brilliant. Let's make like four games like that. Yep. Okay, and then be surprised that people are frustrated by it. Yep. Actually, I don't know if they're even surprised. I just don't think they care. I heard a lot of people say Origami King was good, but not because of the battles. I played through it. I hated the battles. I loved the game. Like, the game itself was cool. The story was fun. The environments were great. All of the little Nintendo, well, excuse me, the Mario cameos, only Mario-type cameos, right. were fun. Um, but every battle, I was always like, ugh. Especially when you get to the boss battles and it's, it takes longer because you have to figure out the puzzle. They were a little more interesting than the random battles. And if, that, if those were the only battles in the game, it would have been great. Because then I wouldn't have been battle fatigued. Like, if, yeah. if the only battles were just the, the final boss, if that's what they want to go with, that would have been okay. I, it, it, was, it was an enjoyable experience, but um, it's not one that I'm going to, you know, in 20 years when they re-release it, I'm not going to care. Yeah. It's yeah. not like if they re-released thousand year door i'd be super excited and when they re-release paper mario on uh n64 i'm I'm really excited to play through it i just want to play through it with lachesia so once i'm waiting for that chance if it ever comes around since we have to play like earthbound and a bunch of other stuff so who knows yeah jesse and i started to play through of earthbound like last year yeah it was right after six because i got her into dark souls yep well, yeah, I, mean, I mean, it was like it was it was around last summer and it was around this point in the summer where things got really busy for her. Mm-hmm. So it was like, OK, we'll just put that on hold for now. And well, by the and time we the... circled back around to it, like or by the time we circled back around to even being able to play the idea something of it. together. Yeah. Then like it just could sort of faded into the background. And well, know. then I mean, how, how now 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 that she's into the soul series, there's a party that's like, this is this is what we play now. <laughs> yeah, this is this is now the thing. Because <laughs> it's it's freaking cool that she that she played through it. Yeah, it is. It's very cool, and I'm 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 glad that she did it. But more importantly, I'm glad that she enjoyed it. Oh, I mean, if she didn't enjoy it, she would not have finished that playthrough. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I don't know. She's stubborn, and she's ah, like me in the sense of like you know I've I'm been issued this. a challenge, yeah, and I have to see it through. But, like, if she wasn't enjoying it, she would have been through the end of it and then been like, okay, now we can file that away and I can say I did it and we don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. But instead, she's just been like, I cannot wait to play two. When can we play two? That's awesome. Watching her play it made me want to play it again because I was like, you know, I need to give this a a fair shot, like another shot, because I played Demon's Souls and then just never bothered with Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah. And I I almost did that, honestly. Like, I, I almost was like, oh, it's like the same but different. They're doing like a spinoff. And then, and then it, you like, it was at like, a time oh. when, like, I was fatigued with, like, Guitar Hero spawning off into into Rock Band and, like, who you owns mean, the original rights and who is the original idea. And yeah, it was like, whatever. It was fine. <laughs> but I also had that initial experience with Demon Souls where, like, I didn't understand any of the mechanics and so didn't end up liking it as much as I wanted to. Yeah, that's what happened to me. 
is that I was like, I don't care about this is like not fun. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. It's not that I don't get it. I get it. I just didn't want to be bothered with it. Is right. What I mean, right. I should I say I don't get it a lot and make and that's not always what I mean. It just seems easy to say. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's a very dumb. it's a very easy placeholder <laughs> phrase for like this requires a level of comprehension that I'm not willing to put like I'm not <laughs> yeah. willing to sit down and like decipher what this game is trying to tell me. Yeah. I don't feel like doing that right now. Yeah, it's appealing to something that I don't really care to. I, I don't really care enough to to put the time into it. Yeah. So as we uh, as we sort of wrap <laughs> up here. I was going to ask. I said you, we're wrapping up here. Chill. <laughs> You'll be able to go out soon. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there is there's one more thing with this game that I feel like is worth pointing out because it's oh. gonna it's gonna come up here shortly, um, and that's that. Kirby games are all known for banger soundtracks, and I, I don't feel like this is one of them. No, it's all good. It's all it's okay. good. It's there's no there's not bad tracks. It's just like. Aside from like the stage one one music, I'm hard pressed to think of another theme. Yeah, that's why that's why this game is sort of on the you know it's in the the mid to low Kirby tier. Like I think some of those themes work really well in the stages. They're just not terribly memorable. Yeah, it's, so I'm gonna find one that's pretty good, but like I don't know which one I want to use to end the to end the podcast because they're just kind of whatever. While playing it, it doesn't get in your way. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's in fact, there's even some moments where you might kind of hum along as you're playing through it. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the music I remember. So it's one of those situations where I think if we were to play them all right now, we'd be like, oh, that's a good song. I like that song. Yeah. Oh, that was almost definitely. Yeah. But it, but it's not one that just gets stuck in your head where it's like, oh, man, this is this is going to live here for a while. Oh, you know what? Actually, hmm. I think I know what I like. There is a um, there was one stage that had like a remix version of Bubbly Clouds. Ooh. And that one was actually really good. But I think that, like, the fact that there's a bunch of original music and the one that really stands out to me is a recurring theme is... Uh, oh, true. That kind of speaks. Yeah, it speaks a lot for for just where their headspace was whenever they made this. Yeah. So, I mean, like, again, not a bad soundtrack, but like we said with the rest of the game, the bar is really, really high. Yeah, and it's, it's... So this one just being pretty good puts it on the low end of the scale true yeah compared to compared to other kirby games mm -hmm. yeah did you know it was going to be a it was supposed to be part of the 64 dd i did not know that but it makes sense because it it's fairly late in the life cycle which seems like a thing for kirby games in general like it came out in like 2000 i think yep yeah it was right at the it was right towards the end which like i want to say the gamecube came out in like 01 or 02 or something like that i believe it was 01 so not it's like so like Kirby's Adventure came out in 92, which was after the launch of the Super Nintendo and Kirby's Dreamland 3 came out in 97, which was way after the launch of the N64. <laughs> yeah. So compared to those, uh, Kirby 64 is more actually in the middle of the of the life cycle just on account of the fact that it didn't launch after the next generation console <laughs> was already on the market but even still it is like a year before the like a year before the end of that uh the end of that life cycle so it's something about kirby games and just hitting really late in the uh in their console life cycles at least for those ones 
Yeah, it's. I don't. I don't know if that. I don't know if that holds true with the uh, with the handhelds as well. Yeah, I don't think so because there's a couple. Even 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 the Wii, the there is the what you call it, um, uh, Epic Yarn. I don't remember when that oh, came yeah. out. But Return to Dreamland was kind of late in the life cycle. I feel like, like that was too. Yeah, that was like 2011. That's pretty late. And then Star Allies was like practically a launch title, so yeah, it was within it was like a year, and now we have the next one, um, Adventure, which I still haven't played, but apparently I'm it's so really excited. good. I'm uh, that's the next one that we're gonna play. I uh, I watched I watched a bit of the uh, speed run I, I at uh, SGDQ, it I, which is going on right now. Yeah, I I totally avoided it because I was like, I don't want spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I, like I was kind of thinking that too, but I was also like, I expected to be a Kirby game. And from what I, know, I saw, I it is a Kirby game. And yeah, there's some I, cool stuff in it, but, like, I didn't see anything in it that I feel like will ruin my experience. Aside from no. maybe a couple of bosses that are cool. I, that's the thing is I just don't want to see the bosses, and I don't want to see the whatever the ending is. And I'm hoping it's as dumb and epic as I, I'm now expecting. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't I won't say anything on the matter. I, I will say that the the music is really, really, really good. Yeah, it really that's... kind of spotlights how lackluster the 64 music is, even though like I know it I know they only have so much they can do with the sound that they have available to them on the 64. But still, I mean, like, there's the, some there's some good soundtracks on the 64, though. There really are. And so that's it's, not a good it's not even just like the instrumentation, because like I think Kirby's Adventure has a significantly better soundtrack than this. Yeah. OK. So it's not a, it's not a technical limitation thing. It's just I don't know the themes just aren't as uh, they're just not as memorable. Yeah, I think uh, I think that kind of that's that sort of sums up. Uh, yeah, I've got Shards. nothing else to say. I, I I like it, but it's I don't know. It's it's, it's all weird. Right. It's a game. Okay, so this is nostalgia for sure. But if it's if it's just say released somehow in twenty years from now, it's one that I'll be like, oh, I'll play that again. Yeah. Because I know it's short. It helps that it's short. <laughs> yeah. Because I know it's short. That's that's what I mean. Is that it's one of those ones that I can play again in twenty it's been twenty years and now. I can play it one more time. <laughs> I I reiterate what I said at the beginning of this segment, which is I think that the the greatest joy of Kirby sixty four is if you go in blind and you learn the copy or the, the ability combination thing. And you go in with the curiosity of what happens if I combine this and this, and then you see it and you use it and you're like, ha that's funny. Yeah. If you just want to beat it, then you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. Like actually messing around with the abilities and just seeing what does what with what that's super fun. That's yeah. that will never stop being fun until you have them all memorized and there's no more and there's no more, uh, you know, exploration or surprise to be had. And then it reaches a point where it's like, there's three abilities that are good. And you just use those ones for the whole game. And then it trivializes everything. Yeah. Hey, so we have no idea what we're playing next week. I have a pretty good idea, actually. Oh, do I? And I'm just not thinking of it. Well, I hooked up my PlayStation 2. Oh, <laughs> I know what we're playing next week. Yeah, you do. Oh, I do. I do. I definitely do. You, They don't. And they'll have to wait. But it's a treat. They'll find out soon. You will. 